Hey, this is Gengar Greasy, and you're listening to the Poke Tower Podcast. All right, guys, welcome back to episode 44 of the Poke Tower Podcast. I hope you guys are enjoying your day, your morning, however it's going, uh, checking out listings, whatever you're doing at this time. Uh, we're enjoying our sip of the day starting it out podcast is going to be fresh it's going to be new we got a lot to talk about um but it should be a pretty quick episode um things are starting to slow down a little bit but it doesn't mean that the poke tower is going to slow down at all so we still got it all here um but we do need you guys' help still make sure you're rating reviewing mm-hmm. yeah. and leaving we, us we some stuff two. Two we did get reviews. two yeah. oh wow so, okay uh, two people gave us reviews i think one of them was klaus um okay there was another one but yeah we did get two new reviews uh on our apple so that was cool See, and that's what we need. That's what we need. So, Klaus, thank you very much. And the other one, we'll locate you. If you're in the Discord, we'll shout out you. Big thank you. We appreciate that. It helps out the podcast tons. You guys have no idea what it does for us. Good things. It just puts us out there for more people to hear, more people to see us. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the more people that get to see the Poke Tower, the more people we get into our community and Discord, the more we can change these uh, mentalities of some of these people. My mic is really weak. Sorry about that. I'm fixing the volume right now. Oh, it is. All right. There we go. I think that's better. All right. What? Well, without further ado, though, <laughs> let's get into some news. Oh, yeah. Here we go. So, episode 44 on the way. We got some new news. I don't know how I feel about this. Whoa, that's really loud now. Hold on. Let me fix this. There we go. We have to change the volume. On the fly. Yeah, because the it's a, it's a long story. The volume is different on our live stream than it is on the podcast. Yes. Very different. All right. Anyways, uh, Pokey Beach is back. So let's go ahead and pull up the uh, article for the day. Let me uh, mute our samples before they go crazy. Okay, here we go. So I don't know how I feel about this. I saw this on TikTok. I saw it. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> all right, here we go. Let's just get into oh, it. No. Leon, Nessa, Bia, uh, Raihan, or Rayhan. Trainer collections with autographed promos. A second set of trainer collections featuring the trainers we just mentioned will release in Japan on August 20th. One month from now. Trainer cards with signatures. That's what we're looking at. Um, It's already on TikTok and everyone's like, oh, signature, oh, this, you know. Will it pop? I don't know. Um, yeah, I, man, I could see this thing being like, does you know, it deserve to pop? That's no, the yeah, question. Yeah. Does it deserve to pop? Because, no, it doesn't. But this is this is gonna be this is gonna be that they're um, not even that cool looking. I know, to be but honest. just I mean, look at they're this. not. They're not. They're really not. They they could just regular reverse hollows with a black signature. on They could have done so much better. You know what I mean? Like giving us a full like, art trainer card, like, like Ash on a full art trainer card with his signature. You know what I mean? From the voice actor. Yeah. That would have been cool. You know They're what pushing mean? that swish on us, man. Sword or like, or like Pikachu, really push- whoever makes Pikachu's noise, like get Pikachu's like little paw print and like embedded in the card or something. That would have been cool. Well, hold on. Let's see here. So like the last one. So there was already a set made. We must have missed on that one. Each collection will come with an alternate art promo of the featured trainer with their autographs over the artwork. Each package will also include a four-part <coughs> pocket card binder that can hold 80 cards. One booster pack of Skystream, Towering Perfection, Eevee Heroes, Silver Lance, and Jet Black Spirit. Mm. Okay. Um, each collection will retail for 2,057 yen. I'm not sure what that 
conversion is, releasing at the Pokemon Center stores. They will also be sold via lottery starting July 12th. Out of the last batch of collections, only Marnie's is releasing in America. At that rate, it may be unlikely we'll all see these promos outside of Japan. Um, I'm not impressed about the card art, I can tell you that. I don't know how I feel about this. What are, what are these things? They could have gone the so binders? many more. They they could have gone so many more directions with uh with the signature on like a Pokemon card because like these guys don't even have any type of like rapport with any of the Pokemon community. Like, just the kids. Well, I, all of them sucked to be honest in the game. Yeah, Leon's wearing a stupid costume. Like, <sighs> yeah, okay. Yeah. They gave him a Charizard. Like, you couldn't have given him. A sword and shield Pokemon, like you really want to push sword and shield? Why'd you give him a Charizard? Like, anyways, um, I don't have any re- opinion on this. I, I, I have a feeling this will be a big deal, but just it's gonna because, be. It's just gonna be. because everyone's saying it's going to be a big deal, like I yeah. don't see the value here. I don't see why this would be expensive. Um, yeah, this is no gonna, this is going to be like this is going to be this is going to be like that. Um, what's it called? Those um. Those Rayquaza, Pikachu, and, and, and Mario, and Lugia, Pikachu, you know what I mean? Like, those really novelty, super expensive cards. I feel like that's what it's going to be, because it's going to be exclusive to Japan, and people who get it in America are going to hype it up a ton. They're going to yeah. put it out there that, oh, there's only so many of these made, and they're signed, and, and, mm. and Pokemon's never going to do it again, and they've never done it, and they're going to hype it up so much, and I think it's going to turn into one of those things where it's like, yeah, you might see them up there for thousands of dollars, but... Does that, yeah, does, why? Why, why? Why are we doing this? Yeah, yeah, why? And we literally just explained, like, what's the reasoning behind it? All these characters have literally no backstory to them except for in Sword and Shield. They have no history with Pokemon, like, at all. You know what I mean? Except for this very small part. And you're yeah. gonna, why you're haven't gonna we gotten a Brock signatures? signature card? Yeah. Why haven't we gotten an Ash yes. signature card? Why don't we have... Well, give us a give us a Pikachu, you know, Where's Lance? Print. Where's Gary? Where's yeah. Professor Oak? Yep. Like, guys that have been around for 20, 30 years. Why don't we have those signatures yet? So... That's why it seems gimmicky to me because it's like, okay, put the word promo signature limited in one sentence. It's got to be rare. It's like, that's just stupid. It's like, we're not even looking at to, to most, the, to most, like to most of the uh, people who play sword and shield. I think the, the thing that pulled us in the most is probably the free roam, seeing the Pokemon and catching them. Right. And then it was rating. Someone said these, look, let's look at the comments. These promos are adorable. They look like regular trainer cards. Yeah. Why? Look at this. This is such a cool promo series. No, it's not. Okay, take my money. It's like, all right, get out of here. Um, this guy just said Nessa and then put a put a my queen. What the heck? I hate the fake Pokemon language. Just keep it Japanese and stop pandering. See? Yep. There See, go. someone's reading this thing like a book. A little bit of sense. They're cool. If you guys want them, they're cool. I, I'm not. I'm not going to be hunting these down. I don't care if they're valuable. Yeah, I'm, I don't, not, I'm not into it. God cards look cooler than this. I just I, what I'm. What I'm more disappointed about, like they're cool. But what I'm more disappointed more disappointed about is they're, I wish it would have came out with some. Cool, they're like arguing said, about Ash, why why Brock, their outfits are different. Misty, you know, Gary. I don't know. They're arguing cool. about why the outfits are different. That's what most of these guys are arguing about in here. Okay. All right. There you go. There's Take it the for news what it is. There. Yeah, um, I'm sure some of you will be into that. I'm not. Uh, but there's your news for the week. Here- Highest sale of the week for Pokemon. 
Here we go. Uh, this one was actually kind of a surprise. So, we saw lots of sealed product being sold. Lots of again. booster boxes again. Um, it could be because we changed our uh, our filtering methods. We just put in Pokemon and then we organize it by price. All that stuff um, that you normally do on eBay. But um, this was a surprise. I didn't... What was what was the other thing we were looking at? We were looking at something else. It kind of had a high price point. I was like, oh, that's pretty sweet. And this just blew out the water. Oh, is it? I want to say it was some sort of sealed collection. But that doesn't matter because today's sale was at $149,000. Or last week. This was sometime last week. Within the week. First edition, French Charizard, a.k.a. Dracofew. PSA 10, $149,000. And three hundred dollars shipping. That's tight. I mean, minus the three hundred dollars shipping. Yeah, the guy definitely got his money's money's worth. And then the three hundred dollars shipping—that's crazy. It was a PWCC, uh, you know, item. And then the other thing on top of this, what we're starting to see. So we we see the trophy cards doing well all the time. We see the Grail cards doing well all the time. Something that we've been talking about. We've brought it up a few times now, right? We covered German. Today we're covering French. You see the same in Digimon. A lot of the French cards are, are pretty expensive. Uh, not warranted, but it's just, it is what it is. Um, here's a French card for Pokemon. So, answering the question, do you guys collect Spanish, French, what, beside, anything besides Japanese or English? You know what I mean? I think this is your sign that there is stuff there. There is stuff there. What are the chances you're going to get a PSA 10 French Charizard? Probably very slim, but... You can apply this mentality to, to a lot of stuff. And if you like card artworks, maybe you go for alternate languages. Maybe there is something there. If you believe in that, that's what you would collect. Um, if you're just doing it for the money, nobody can predict you know, when a French Charizard is going to sell. You guys going to touch on that same thing. I think, I think it's super cool to have another, another uh, language charizard to be sold at a very high price you know, you know what i mean like we saw that we saw the german one we've always seen the english one yeah. and now we're seeing another one in french so that's great um i think we've seen a spanish one too right yeah yeah that's right that's spanish yeah. too so the reason i'm not a huge fan of alternate languages not because you know i'm a xenophobe or whatever but i just don't collect it it would be i would be lying to you if i said i collected it but i will tell you the, even though we're talking about pokemon the one thing about Digimon cards that really attracts me is how rare a card is. So some of these French cards that are a couple thousand dollars, it's just attractive to me overall because I'm like, this is the only one on the internet. And that's just, to me, that's cool. Even if I'm not a fan of, you know, that maybe that specific uh, yeah, no, that's pretty cool. region. All right. Uh, that's it for the highest sale of the week. this week we got something fancy for you guys so it's not a secret that we sell cards right we all sell cards we sell them graded we sell them raw we collect sealed stuff sometimes we sell our sealed stuff we buy and we sell cards we'd be lying and if we said that we all we do is collect and we don't sell a thing you guys know that's not the case so with today's top five i wanted to talk about the top five things that you need to make money in trading cards. Some of these are skills. Some of this is overall awareness. 
some of this is just understanding what you want and how you're going to get it. Um, and then some pros and cons of each one. So it's not, don't think of it as a five, don't think of it as a list of five things you need to start trading cards. It's, these are just five things or five ways, right? Some are things, methods, you know, it's just five things to consider when you're selling cards. And hopefully this will help you guys recalibrate where we are because things are changing fast, right? Graded card markets changing fast, sealed products changing fast, raw to raw, everything under the sun is changing. Um, so I'm going to give you my two cents on that. The first one is not even on the top five, but it's a bonus. Retail sales. Um, this is like actually doing the homework in your state and county, understanding what it takes to get a business li uh, business license, resale license, um, where you can buy stuff wholesale, setting up accounts, you know, getting a fictitious business name, understanding taxes, right? Retail sales. This is going to be one of the, I guess this is as easy as it sounds because everyone's opening it up, opening up, you know, card shops now. There's things you got to consider. It's lots of work up front, right? All the administrative stuff. You have to think of a business name. You have to make sure that business name isn't taken in your state or county. You need to have, you need to identify what type of business entity you're going to be. Are you a sole proprietor? Are you an LLC? You know, what are the laws in your state to acquire those entities? Um, you can't just open up an LLC in California. It's expensive. They just charge you up the butt for nothing. Um, whereas if you are sole proprietor, you just literally put your income and expenses to your added um, tax sheet. There's nothing extra as there's a lot more hoops to jump through as, as LLCs. Um, you need a bigger budget, right? You can't, you can't open up a card store with a thousand bucks and expect to get very far. You need thousands, if not tens of thousands, to make sure that you have the product and the inventory and the resources to move the stuff. Uh, in today's market, it's extremely competitive. Everyone is doing their own online card shop. And I'm not talking about eBay or, you know, OfferUp or whatever you use. I'm talking about actual brick and mortar stores, except a lot of people are bypassing brick and mortar and they're just selling online. Or the other thing that you see a lot of these businesses do is they backdoor the brick and mortar rule. So it's like you'll try to set up an account with a with a wholesaler or distributors. Most of you guys like to say they're, they're wholesalers, um, a distributor. And they say, hey, we need to see your building address before we can start giving you products. And there's lots of shady stuff that people do to get an address that shows, hey, this is a brick and mortar store. It's not my office in my room. You know what I mean? And then they're able to get cases and cases of product without actually having a physical building. That's fraudulent. People will pay for that, you know, sooner or later. Um, so it's, and it's, it's extremely competitive, right? We, you've seen people in our Discord probably that are like trying to move product. And I'm like, ah, that's not going to fly here, buddy. And then they leave because they realize we're not about that life. Um, another thing. You need more than a website just to sell these days, right? You can't just have a business name and tell people, hey, I got sealed product. As easy as that sounds, that's why all these guys are going to, to fail at selling cards and running a successful business. Advertising is a huge thing. 
likability is a huge thing. Customer service, huge. These are all things that businesses do that, you know, that you don't hear about. You can't be an asshole and run a store. You get no customers. If you have zero customer service, if you suck at shipping things, if you're slow and you're lazy, you will eventually go out of business. Um, so that's why you see a lot of these business retail entities. They like to um, try to create a social media account and gain some rapport, gain some fans. That's why they're constantly whoring themselves out. You know what I mean? Yep. Hey, follow me, follow yep. me, follow me. It's like, yeah, because you want to sell stuff. Tell the truth. You know what I mean? You don't care about your fans. You just need an audience, which is why people come to where we are, right? Right, right, right. Hey, can we sell cards here? They're looking for an audience because they can't build their own. So um, you need more than a website to sell these. So why am I telling you this? I'm just telling you the pros and cons. The pros about this is that once you get an established retail business, you're making 50 to 70% profit almost all the time. Now, a lo- one thing that's going to bite these guys in the ass here pretty soon Marking stuff up 100, 200%. When the market cools down and people are used to paying retail again, it's going to look really bad when you drop your prices. Because then people are going to say, wait, this box was 150 bucks last year. Now you're charging 60. What's going on? Yeah. It makes you look really bad. Now, if you're getting a product for 30 bucks, you do the math. Hey, after it gets shipped to me and all this stuff, blah, blah, blah. I want my business plan is 50% margins. That's a that's a business plan. That's not a scalping thing, right? I want to make fifty percent of everything. You have you know you'll have numbers figured out. Um, but a lot of these guys, they're getting boxes, you know, for forty bucks, and they're charging you one twenty. That's more than fifty percent markup. So, yes, it works right now. Yes, you can be successful. Um, but long term, it'll look very ingenuine, and it'll look like you're a very greedy person. Okay, that was long winded. That was the bonus one. So number five, you actually need basic accounting skills. Doesn't matter about any of these things I'm about to tell you guys about. If you can't do math, you need to be able to track expenses, your income, understand logistics, shipping, and packing, right? How long does it take for me to get this stuff in hand? How long does it take me to, you know, pack these things, ship these things? How much does that cost for these supplies? Am I tracking that in a spreadsheet? Because, again, if you're not following your money, it's likely you'll be making a lot of money and you'll probably be spending more. So basic accounting skills, money in, money out, and understanding that if you make $100 off of a box, that includes your cost of goods, that includes you know shipping, all that stuff, taxes, you have to do all that. If you're just taking 100 bucks and throwing it in your pocket, it's likely you're going to owe money after all your expenses are taken care of. Next one, number four on this list, raw to raw sales. What that means is buying a card with no grade because it's you know a popular card or whatever the case may be, buying it, and then waiting three, six, nine months, maybe even longer, and then selling it once it becomes more valuable. Maybe when the set goes out of print, you know who knows, uh, character, you know gets in some trouble, maybe they replace them. I don't know, you know what I mean? Player goes to jail, whatever. Raw to raw sales. The thing about this is it requires patience, right? You're looking at at least a three-month window. So there's patience there. Can you buy hundreds of dollars of raw cards and then sit there and not make any gains for three months? And then have the timing, the timing aspect of it down to where it's like, okay, now it's time to move this guy. 
there's also a gambling aspect too. Not all raw cards increase in value. Some decrease in value. Look at the look at the delivery Pikachu. We did the math on that already, right? Twenty bucks all the way up to five hundred bucks raw. If you got out at five hundred, you're doing great. We're seeing sales as low as like a hundred dollars now. Now, yeah, if you got it for twenty, you're still making decent money, but you've already missed your window of opportunity. It's not likely it'll go back up. Um, so there's gambling aspect. There's a a patience aspect uh, to all of that. Um, let's see here. Oh, and it re- yeah, it re- this is what this is the thing about raw to raw. It requires precision and understanding what people want. You have to know what's hot and what's not, and you gotta you you can't be asking people. Hey, what do you think is going to be the next big thing? You 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 are the guy that does it, that buys stuff before people know about it. Um, so it's number four on here, uh, because you actually have to understand the hobby. You can't just buy everything raw and it's going to go up in value. You'll you'll lose more than you win, even though you may make some good sales along the way. Uh, number three, yep, number three here. Sealed items, right? Let's say you're not a retail store. But you can still go on eBay and buy a sealed product when it first comes out at retail or maybe slightly more. And then you have to wait who knows how long before it goes up in price. So this requires extreme patience. It's also gambling, right? We don't know what set of Digimon is going to pop off. We have our guesses. We have a decent you know, amount of information that telling us, you know, hey, this might be a good idea. But we don't know. Um, and it's not what it used to be. What I mean by that is... You know, we look at we look at base set, we look at rocket, we look at all that stuff. It's like, dang, this box is thirty thousand dollars. I'm gonna do the same thing with Digimon. I'm gonna buy a series one box. And I'm gonna hold it till it's twenty k. That took thirty years for that to happen. You know what I mean? Or twenty something years. My bad. Twenty something years for that to happen. Do you have the patience to do that? And again, twenty something years, you have no idea what's gonna happen. So it's not don't I don't want people to under to compare it to the the old trading card hobby and why it's selling for a lot now. If that makes sense, um, can any sealed product pop off? Yes, but if your reasoning is well, the first Pokemon box went for twenty thousand. It's like yeah, but that's because that box is twenty years old, and, and it's the first one. Right. The amount the amount of moves you could make in twenty years. You could almost probably make more money making smaller moves than trying to hold something for 20 years. That's like a unique tag, too, that you just can't put on anything else. Right. You know what I mean? Being the first one, that's just, you are you are the OG. You know what I mean? It's right. always going to be the highest. It'll always, it'll always warrant the price tag that it has, you know? But, like, think, yeah. of, think of a set, like, let's just look, XY Steam Siege. No one's going to be like, XY Steam Siege is definitely warranted to be a hundred thousand dollar box no it doesn't no one will ever believe that the wizards of the coast stuff is surefire win by design by design that's just you're 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 basically reselling to people that didn't have the money for it back then yeah the thing that scares me about 20 years from now i'm just gonna say in the same it's the same idea that you just said You're, you're you're selling to people who didn't have the money back then for new sets, you know what I mean? Like XY Steam Siege, just not on the same scale. And just yeah. realize it'll never be on that same scale. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. Ever. I mean, you're asking a lot. You're asking a lot for an $80 booster box to go over $20,000. I think that you're asking for quite a bit 
to happen there. And I think a lot of stuff has to happen that people just take for granted because they like, well, look at Pokemon does it. It's like, yeah, but you're not understanding why that happened. Um, yeah. You're I not keep... understanding that there are probably millions of dudes like me that have the money to buy this stuff. That's why it's selling like that. But to make a bold claim, well, they own 20 years, the kids of today will be like you and they'll buy the box. No, they won't. We have no idea where the economy is going to be, right? Technology. Technology. They may not even care about this crap because Cultural we're stealing values it from and views. them. We're stealing it from them. They may resent trading cards. Yeah. Generations, you know, two, three generations, you know, in the future may hate it. Hate it. They hate everything paper. Mm-hmm. Then, then it doesn't matter what your seal collection is. It doesn't really matter. You're only going to be able, selling to the people who actually care, which would be the ones that are here now, right? Yeah. So the reason, the reason it's at number three, is because if you do have a big wallet, yes, absolutely, you can buy a box of base set Pokemon and hold it till next year, and you'll probably win. So it's number three because I think if you're extremely experienced and understand economics and understand things that aren't just all hype on the internet you would do well and i think it's safe right it's safe as long as it's sealed it's a good chance your value will it won't lose value if you have a banger is what i'm saying if you have a banger right that's now, like if you're just keeping a, a box of you know sealed digimon uh you know great legend and you're like oh this is gonna pop off it's like well one you don't have any proof of that Two, I mean, it's a hundred. Yeah, where do you, where do you where do you start building this? You know, house at on um, what foundation? Yeah, you just you just build you're just you just build the framework and just just there it because is. it's sealed doesn't mean it's gonna pop off. Yeah. Okay. And and people's brains are so small. They're like, oh, in two years, watch it'll be more. Of course it will. But not in twenty years. Nobody can guess that. Now, if you're a forever collector. There's nothing wrong with holding this stuff forever, and you w- you may win one day. But to say it's a guaranteed deal, all you're trying to do is sell the idea to someone. That's all you're trying to do. Um, it's not you have no proof. There's no proof of this at all that any of this will pop off. Um, but it's a good option. You know, I have a small sealed collection. Some you know, there's some real good stuff. That my Digimon sealed stuff is some of my favorite stuff. I have I have very some of my favorite stuff. You understand what that means? Like like I have I have some I have some sealed stuff that I really really enjoyed and I want to keep it sealed just because I I enjoy knowing that hey that is sealed from this time yeah. this time and yep. frame. You know what I mean? And it's awesome. But there's other stuff that I have sealed because <clears throat> if I were to ever if if collecting were to ever take a massive U-turn, you know what I mean? Or say I were just totally not like collecting anymore. I need to get out. I need a life change. My sealed collection, I have it for insurance and that's literally it. You know what I mean? Most of the sets that I have bought, the sealed stuff I have bought, I've done my research and I've done the things like, okay, well, I think this one has the most potential that, you know, in five, 10 years, if I got into oops, I need to get out of collecting because, you know, I may be going into the red too much or maybe I'm getting too crazy with this stuff. I need to, to just do a whole life change. I could sell my whole, I could sell my whole sealed collection and, and be out of the red. Yeah. And my whole life gets to start off fresh and I can go do something. Hmm. That's that's how I that's how I view my sealed collection, but I also have personal stuff that I just like to keep it in that time and frame. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's my plan. So I execute it that way. You know what I mean? But I don't keep yeah. I, I don't keep be... my sealed stuff in hopes that I'm gonna make ten or twenty. I don't care what I make. Right. I just know that hey, these ones will potentially have the most to have like yeah. a, a massive my you know, sealed stuff marginal is, change. My sealed stuff is not an investment thing to me. It's a I view it as a gambling thing. Yeah. I'm keeping this either way. If it pops off, great. 
If, if it, it doesn't, doesn't, I'll rip it open. Yeah, it's not it's not my freaking 401k. Like mm-hmm. go build a retirement account or invest in real assets. And you know, cards are real assets, but that this is not where I'm putting all my eggs. Yeah, and, like, mo- and most of the sealed stuff I have, it's like I wouldn't mind if if it went down to zero dollars in value, I would love to open it up because whatever's in it, yeah. I like it. Yeah. And this is just something, hey, like, you know, in twenty years my kids can have it if they want it. You know what I mean? It's like yep. here you get and they'd be like, Dad, you know these boxes are this, that, and the other. It's like, you know what? Great. You won. You know what I mean? Um, just, it's a good option, but everyone's doing it. It's not what it used to be. That's the biggest thing to take away. It's not what it used it's to be. It's a fine line. Just make a plan and execute that one. Uh, number two here, buying raw and then grading those cards. It's number two because, again, if you're like us, you can do really well. If you're just now learning about it, there's some things you need to be concerned about, right? It's extremely saturated now. Lots of different card populations are being obliterated because everyone's grading these cards now. People it's are more a, aware of grading cards yeah. than they were before. There's higher cost of goods, almost eliminating high volume of sales, right? So before, you could grade all your bulk cards for for 10 bucks a card. Now... It's double that. It's 20 and it's not even available right now through PSA. So you could have graded double the amount of cards a year ago that you can today for the same money. So what is that? The higher cost of goods means it's eliminating your volume of sales. Here's another example. We just sent off the Lusamon Express. That was 75 bucks. It's $200 now. I could have almost sent off three cards last year for the price of this one I just sent off on the same, same level. So it's not that you can't make money. It's that you're going to be making it a lot slower, right? Because now I only have one PSA 10. I could have had three. Yeah. By the time I sell that one PSA 10, I have to then grade another. And now I have two PSA 10. It's much slower. Um, and everyone's doing it. So if you, even if you get one banger card, let's say you get one amazing card that makes you a thousand bucks, 2000 bucks. Yay. You won. But you have a hundred other slabs that are absolutely useless that costed you a thousand bucks. Your margins don't look so great after that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but 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 you know, to the GOP, to most people, they're like, "Oh no, it doesn't matter. I still have a thousand dollars." No, the harsh reality of it is, you have a thousand dollar card and you have a thousand dollars of you know lost. You yeah, know I mean? just like locked you, up. Just locked up thousand bucks. You know what I mean? Yep. So realistically, you have you know zero. Yeah. But a lot of people like to see it as, oh, no, but I got this one. I'll just hold it. Yeah, it's I like, got this one banger. Okay. And, yeah. It's like, the longer you hold it, the higher the populations get. Like, yeah. Yep. So buying, it's not number one because I think you need to be good at this now. I think it, it's a skill. You can't just grade everything under the sun. That will die very fast. So number one here, my favorite, you guys already knew this is coming. Buying and selling bulk. I don't care what TCG it is. But we're in the Pokemon section. Pokemon is killing it right now. In the last three days, in the last three days, I paid off my Express submission with bulk cards. In the last three days. That's not counting what I've been doing this whole time. Um, It's the cheapest and most consistent, highest margin of returns. Now, it's at a smaller scale. Don't get it twisted. Right? You buy a card for... You buy a card for seven cents. You sell it for a dollar thirty. After fees and shipping, you profited. You profited 
33 cents. That is 4x your money, right? You turn 7 cents into 33 cents. 7 times 4 is 28 cents. You went 4.5x higher. Now, it's not that you have to do this hundreds of thousands of times. So it's a volume-based. It is a lot of work, but this is what I'm trying to get you to understand. This is a businessman's perspective. 4xing your money every day, all day, forever is the easiest business plan, right? 4xing, yeah, I'm only, I'm only, you're 4xing at a very small scale. We're talking pennies here, but you can do it forever. It's proven. Buying and selling bulk is big because it services the people who carry this hobby on their back, which are the guys that play the game. They, they can't get products. They don't want to pay 20 bucks for a booster pack when they can just pay a dollar for the playset that they need. Um, and remember, before we, before I got in the hobby, before Dev got in the hobby, before any of you guys got in the hobby, 2016 and back, people were grading cards, but the only reason Pokemon kept making new sets, new expansions, is because there's a competitive aspect to the game. Nobody was grading cards prior to 16, it, prior to 2016. It was very small, very small amounts of people were doing it, and it was only for the rarest of the rare. Everything else was so that people could play the game. Pokemon did not make signature cards that is, you know, uh, catering to collectors like we heard on Poke Beach today. They weren't doing that back then. Yeah, no. They were like, here's a new set of XY, and it's got a new, you know, function to it. Yeah, and there's like two secret rares. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's the cheapest, highest consistent return of margins. It's reliable because you are selling See, to people. I'm you're selling to people that have been in the game forever. These are guys that, that play the game for fun. You said something you said something earlier about you, you don't it may not be as quick as selling like raw, raw cards online because you have, you obviously sell it in more volumes, so you're making like nickels. No, it is well, fast. You're making, it's very fast. It's very fast. Well, you're saying you don't, you don't know if it's as lucrative as, as selling like an individual card every week, but I feel like it is because you sell what about twenty bucks in bulk each week? Probably more than that. Yeah, and I would say for me, someone who is busting open all all these booster boxes and selling singles, you know what I mean, selling V's and selling some full arts that I don't care about, you know what I mean, selling the V Max I, get, that I don't I care get about. Like, I would say you're definitely Matt. You're you're. I make like twenty to thirty dollars a day on bulk. Right, and I and I wouldn't say that your your bulk um, business is like above anyone else's. No, I want to say that you're above average. You know, I I know the operation you have, and I know the amount of bulk you have. Yeah, and it's literally the amount of bulk that I've given you, and oh, there that, we go. that I've given you, and that um, mom's given you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which isn't a bunch. No, it's less than twenty thousand cards. Right. You know what I mean? And what I'm trying to say here is that, so it's not like you have like some crazy massive advantage, you know what I mean? And that you're like just the only person in the world that can do this. You know what I mean? That can anyone make anyone can do it. Anyone can do it. And I'm telling you that Denny doesn't, it's not like Denny has, you know, all these bulk cards from back in, you know, uh, 1995, you know what I mean? That, that he's selling those too. And this and that, like, no, they're modern cards from modern sets. Like mm -hmm. they're all the modern stuff that I've opened up since I've started collecting since August. Mm-hmm. And everything I open, I've yeah, opened and everything too, that yeah. he's open too. So you know, with that said, it's like I sell I sell my singles, and Denny definitely makes way more in bulk. You know I, get, I, mean? I get a twenty to thirty dollar deposit from eBay every day. Denny's Denny's PSA business is definitely levels above mine. Denny's you know raw card business is definitely levels above mine. 
But my raw card business, like sales and Denny's bulk business sales are pretty comparable. You know what I mean? And that's what I'm saying. My best, you know, facet is probably my single sales, right? That's how I make most of my secondary like income. That's how I monetize the hobby is the, is the raws, the singles. Mm-hmm. Denny's, Denny does the same amount of sales I do and more with bulk. And I'm telling you, he's not like above average in any type right. of way. It's, it's a grind. You know, I put a couple hours in every week. And, but no, it definitely is. I see it. I see the whole his whole process he has here. It's a grind, and he's got a lot. Of, he's got a lot of shit out. But yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm telling you, when Denny's not bullshitting here, and when you hear it from people in the Discord, you hear people in the live chat, like, "Hey, you know, I started selling some bulk, and I'm seeing some, you know, I'm seeing some profits. It's pretty nice." You guys got to believe it. You know what I mean? If you're struggling mm-hmm. to make make money from this hobby and to monetize, and you're struggling to stay in it because you don't have the money to fuel. This also, hobby, it's great too if you don't know anything about business. This is the most like low risk investment quotation you can make because you have bulk at your house. Give that a shot, make it work. But it also teaches you it teaches you so much stuff beyond the sales. Screw screw making, you know, pennies on these sales. The real value is you're learning how to do customer service. You're learning how to sell on an internet platform. Whether it's eBay, Mercari, whatever you use, handling multiple transactions, you're a day. learning how to properly pack cards and ship things because not all one size fits all, right? You have to provide different shipping, different uh, rates, different size packages for whatever orders you get. Some some postal places just send your stuff back for yep. no reason. You got to kind of figure that out. Why? You know what I mean? You're just like, okay, well, mate, this state just does that for some reason. Maybe I got to send it in this way. You can track money in, money out. eBay gives you all those analytics. So that you can start tracking it and running a business at a very small scale. That's the thing about selling bulk is it is probably the easiest, most scalable operation you can do. And if it tanks, it does nothing. And I feel like it really, it really changes your mindset. You know what I mean? Like right. I, I obviously don't you learn s- how to become a businessman. You're like, Hey right. man, I'm like, I'm five Xing every sale. Yeah. I don't, I don't sell bulk. How can I do this at a higher scale? Yeah. I don't sell bulk, but I've, I've looked into it and I've, I've already, Denny's shown me, I've seen it all. I just, I don't care to, to <laughs> To separate all no, the cards it's, and it's do all that stuff. Like, yeah. It's not for me. But it's not. But you're talking about number one way to make money? Yeah. Don't tell look at PSA took a crap on me. Don't take it lightly. PSA took a crap on me, ruined my sales. I bought sealed product to sell. You only you can only do so much with your budget, you know what I mean? Even if you bought twenty thousand dollars in sealed product, that stuff is evaporating like nothing right now. Yep. If you don't reinvest it correctly, you're done. You'll be out of product before you could ever, you know, run a, what I'm saying is this is a scalable business. This is, this is going to teach you how to five X your money at the smallest level, turning seven cents into 30 cents minimum. Keep, keep in mind. Sometimes I make a dollar per card because the order is big enough. And then the math just works that way. It's like, dang, I made a dollar per reverse hollow and this guy bought 50 of them. (laughs) Yeah. And and then you're like, wow, you know, even after shipping and taxes and all that stuff, it, yeah, it's all just, going to the same, split, same it all place. Go, yeah. You save money on all your costs that you'd normally, you know, and then, but then it teaches you, I just turned 70 or seven cents. Cause that's what I bought the card from off someone. You know what I mean? Seven cents a card. I'm learning how to turn this into a dollar card. That's like over 10 X your money. Okay. I learned how to 10 X my money. Now I want to start learning how to 10 X a dollar. That's what I was saying. It really, now, ch- it really changes your mindset. I want to start learning how to 10x a $10 bill. Yep. You know what I mean? And it, you just scale up. Yeah. And I mean, we've talked about it since day one, the scale ups. We talked about it since day one, day one, day one. And that's kind of what the the emphasis that Denny's always put, like 
since I've started collecting, which is, hey, scale up. If you want nice collectibles, just scale it up so you don't have to spend your own money. You know what I mean? Because yep. I'm not coming from, you know, spoiled beginnings. You know what I mean? I wasn't, you know, fed from a silver spoon. So it's like, yeah, I don't want this stuff. I don't want, I can't just spend money and keep putting it on my shelf. You know what I mean? I'll, I'll be hurting. Yeah. So you do have to do things like this. And if you are struggling and you have some type of excuses saying, oh, I have to stop collecting because of this or that. Well, I don't think you've tried everything is what I'm going to tell you. Selling bulk is hard, but I'm telling you, once you get your operation figured out, it works. I'm telling you. Well, who wouldn't want to get just twenty to thirty dollars in their bank account every day? You become Seven like an encyclopedia. You know, you know, <laughs> like you know more sets, you know more cards, you have more knowledge, you know the price points, you know your your profit margins, you know how to list cards. You can make a listing in less than like you know forty five seconds. Like it's crazy the amount of, of the way your mind changes when you when you sell bulk. And it's like yeah, I I haven't sold bulk, but I literally separated all for Denny, so I know exactly how it all goes. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Uh, it's a great way. It's a great way to make money in this hobby, and it's reliable. I think after the slab stuff and this whole junk wax proposed junk wax era that we have going on goes away, I bet you I'll still be selling bulk. Oh yeah, because there's still gonna be players. Yep. The, you know, and and I I don't mean to. I'm not trying to be rude when I say this, but the real nerds will still be here. That's just the truth. Believe it. Um, there was one more thing I wanted to touch on, but I can't remember. Sorry, I probably got in there too much. Oh uh, man. No, but that's that's pretty much it, guys. Um, again, you know, selling bulk is not for everyone. But talking money, I but mean, if you're struggling, well, man, try it. it. If you've never tried it and you're struggling, twenty to thirty bucks a day, seven days a week, year round. Great. I mean, we're talking. You can make like six to eight hundred dollars a month on your bulk. And there, there's probably a lot of you guys that have homies that were like, "Yeah, I'll give you my bulk. You, they won't even I'll trade give it you. To you. Yeah, and you don't have to buy it. Like, I just give it to you. Yep." Because they don't even know the value of their bulk, and you do. Yep. And so you're like, you may not be like, well, I don't have that much bulk. Well, ask your buddies, ask your cousin, and you're, mm-hmm. I'm sure there's somebody who has it. Yes. And there's nothing wrong with having, you know, 300 bulk cards, and you're like, no, that's not enough. You know, yeah, go. You take 90 Just bucks. Accumulate. You take 90 dollars, and you find someone who has 3,500 cards. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. You say you give me those 3,500 cards for 90 bucks. Okay. No energies. Yeah, and then yeah. and then you gotta then you're and like, now, hey, now I gotta make you back take 90. your ninety dollar investment, and and move it. Yep, that's it. And if you find out that it doesn't work, you're like, man, I tried. You're out ninety bucks. It's way better than buying a twenty thousand dollar booster box and you don't know how to sell it. Yeah, that's why I'm saying it's low risk with the highest reward. You could turn ninety into three uh, three hundred plus just by parting it out. Hopping back into some Devon Core, we're going to be talking about um, a set that I feel like doesn't get enough recognition. But uh, Team Rocket Returns, it's from like the Ruby, uh, Emerald, and Sapphire era. Um, but I think I think the set's awesome. I think that a lot of people are sleeping on it, so I think we're going to get back to some traditional Devon Core sleeper talk here. Um, but first up, we got Houndoom number five. Uh, this card comes with the Team Rocket stamp on it, and I, they do go for a little bit more than these normal prices. Um, but the thing I like about all these cards that we're going to talk about is the dark Pokemon that are featured in this set. Um, the cards, oh yeah, the cards are kind of cool because they're not just. Um, usually, a Pokemon is like colored by its energy. 
you know Charizard's red. I already see one here that's really nice. Charizard's red. Yeah, these are the black cards. Yeah, this one's black, and then it has dark energy. Yeah, and then it has red accents on it. You know what I mean? Like it has like some red energy, like red color peering through like the card. So I think it's unique. I think it's cool. It's cool that they have the dark and the energy thing going on. Um, This Houndoom, like I said, it comes with the stamp, and obviously the stamp is much, much, much more. Um, But a raw price is about twenty to fifty dollars. There's a CGC nine out there uh, for one eighty or best offer. But check this out. We got PSA 9 for $199. So you guys are going to see a little bit of a disconnect here. PSA 9 for $199. Another PSA 9 for $274. And another PSA 9 for $399. All of them are all of them have or best offer. So CGC 9 for $180 or best offer. That's way that's an that's an outlier. I like you, these cards. A you lot. or best offer him and you take his hound doom for sure. You know, $150. He asked 180, he no get 180, he get 150. <laughs> you know what I mean? PSA 9, PSA 9, 199 or best offer. He asked 199, he get 169. He no getty. Yeah, he get he get 149. <laughs> Whatever you guys got to do to get this card, those those listings are out there right now. These aren't like sold, last sold. They're out there right now. You can go grab them. Um, so don't sleep. Otherwise, you're going to be the one that... He's like, oh man, I could have got that car when it was twenty to fifty bucks, and now they're selling for oh, this these much. These are actually pretty inexpensive too. Like, yes, they're pretty ex- inexpensive for right now. And then it watch as soon as it's gonna happen, it's gonna happen. Everyone's gonna be like, oh man, I really like that set, and I just never I slept on it, and I never got it, and now I mean, some of the prices get way up there. And once one of the PSA ten sales pop, I'm telling you, those cards are going skyrocket. Um, and we'll just dis- we'll discuss that here in a bit, but. The Dragonite uh, is the next card we're going to talk about. Dark Dragonite, number 15, raw, um, 25 to 50 bucks. Um, this one comes with the stamp as well, which I highly suggest. Um, but there's a CGC 8.5 for $400. That's pretty cool to see. Mm. You don't see a lot of CGC slabs. CSGC, uh, I'm sorry. SGC. I mix that up every time. SGC 8.5 for 400 bucks. We don't see that a lot, so that's cool. Um, there's a PSA 7 for 270 or best offer, so that's pretty interesting. Um, Dragonite is a fan favorite, so I can see why his PSA 7 is selling for 270. For it is a good artwork for him. Um, PSA 9 is selling for $499, and this is what I'm talking about here. There's a PSA 10 selling for $3,499 or best offer. So all it's going to take is for one person that really likes Dragonite or really likes this Team Rocket area or really likes stamps to buy this PSA 10. Even if it is just for an or best offer, the fact that the list, the listing is last sold and it's going to be three thousand four hundred ninety nine dollars, it's going to raise the price of these uh, Team Rocket cards quite a bit. Because the people who have them, they want to, they want, they're from the era where people didn't play Pokemon, people didn't care about Pokemon. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. These are the these are the very few that stayed in and started grading cards. You know what I mean? Yeah. So these guys want a little bit bigger piece of the pie, and I've been noticing that when I go on eBay. You know what I mean? I'm the, I'm like, you know what? This has to be a pretty you know slip on card. Let's go check out the prices. And I'm like, wow, there's no way that this person had, you know, this must, this guy definitely keeps up on his listing, you know what I mean? And he's trying to stay competitive. He's trying to get a piece of, bigger piece of the pie because he sees that all these other modern cards are pushing heavy prices. Oh, yeah. That he's like, oh, I can make my, you know, Dark Dragonite worth $3,499. I doubt he ever listed him at that price. You know what I mean? Yeah. He just, you know, obviously he's, he's keeping up. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm not saying that's a bad thing at all. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is, is that, it's gonna it's gonna pop, you know what I mean? And all it's gonna take is for one person to snag it right then and there, and then it's gonna be in the next thing. Boom, 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 boom. So next one up, Dark Tyranitar. And there's a few in here that that go for some ridiculous prices that we're gonna talk about. 
but dark tyranitar number 20 get the stamp this is the one don't you're not going to get the non-hollow don't get the hollow don't get the ones that are written up as verse hollow you're getting the stamp don't get a don't get the regular one so they vary from about 30 to 100 bucks. A PSA 8 is $499. So this is where the prices get a little crazy. Ooh. We got a PSA 9 for 429 or best offer. And then we got another PSA 9 for $699. So obviously we see a massive uh, a little a little disconnect there uh, in terms of prices. So we have a PSA 8 for Ooh. 499 and a PSA 9 for 429 or best offer. Yeah, this one? Yeah, that this, one. This one is And uh, I think that's actually a, a different No, that's a different card. Uh, oh. That's a different one. This is Rocket Returns, isn't That's it? That's 19. Oh, okay. Oh, I see. Yeah, there's two different ones. Um, so this next card up is the one I'm actually talking about that is crazy. It, 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 all the all the cards that are in this set sell for thousands and thousands of dollars, and all it's going to take is for someone to buy a 10. Then it's oh, going yeah, to it's going to justify the rest of the prices that all one. these tens are in. This so cool. The next card up. This is the one that me and Denny are uh, looking at and talking about. Is Dark Gyarados number thirty-six? The coloring is really this cool. This one, one you're not getting the hollow. You're not getting the um, non. I think it only comes in non-hollow, so you're not getting the non-hollow. You're getting the stamp. This one is the one that you have to get in a stamp because the non-hollow just doesn't do it justice. Ooh. You have to get the stamp. Oh yeah. Um, but the stamp prices vary, like I said, from forty-five dollars to a whopping one twenty-nine. Uh, the Team Rocket logo is actually pretty dope on it. It's not. It's like red. It's not red or anything like that. It's like a silver diamond looking hollow stamp. Almost blends in. Yeah, it almost blends in with the card. It really does it justice. I like it a lot. And for Gyarados, I think it's an awesome artwork. Yes. Uh, there's a CGC for sale right now for eight point, uh, eight, CGC 8.5 for 208 or best offer from the UK. He gets 90 bucks. He gets 90 bucks because he's, he's asking, you know, $30 or $50 for shipping, whatever it is from the UK. Ridiculous. But this is what's crazy right here. PSA 10 for $4,459 or best offer. You can't touch him either. You ain't touching him because that guy's like, he knows what he, he has. He's like, you're not touching this. And I think he's from like Australia or something like that. But he's it's a foreign country. Look at that. The 10 non-hollow goes for 250 in a 10. Yeah, that's a non-hollow. 250 in a 10. That's crazy. And there's a bunch of non-hollows out there. He's got three of them. Ooh. So again, like I said, guys, grab... If you guys are interested in these these uh, Team Rocket Return cards and they're some of your favorites, make sure you're grabbing them. Before, Those are some of the coolest cards I've seen in a while. Yeah, before the, before someone buys one of these tens and the prices get um, way cooler than a signature trainer card, <laughs> they start building a foundation and you know and a reasoning you know for their prices because then you're going to see you know nines aren't going to be at one ninety nine if if a if a Tyranitar you know no not Tyranitar Dark Gyarados PSA 10 sells for $4,459 even if it is OBO and there's a line through it that PSA 9 Houndoom he's not $199 anymore that's going up to $399 mm. or it's going up to $499 because this guy wants to lay a larger piece of pie he's like oh no 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 now I have a justified point to sell my card even higher and that's what I'm seeing a lot on eBay so before all that happens if you guys really like these cards that's when you guys get them if you guys don't like it pass but these two are ones to look out for. These ones are very pricey, but the PSA um, versions of them are all right. Not too bad. But uh, these are some of my favorite Pokemon. Rockets, Intei EX, number 97. PSA 8 is $415 or best offer. So this has the EX borders on it. So I think that's pretty cool. So a PSA 8 for 415 OBO is not bad. Uh, BGS, 8.5, 474 or best offer. So... There's a little bit of a disconnect there. You got 415 OBO for the PSA 8, 
BGS 8.5, 474, just OBO them down, you know, past the PSA 8 price and you're good. You're making money. And then there is a PSA 9 for 650, 749 OBO, and then a PSA 10 for a whopping 1,570 bucks. So obviously these EX cards get up there. There's also a Zapdos and I think an Amoltris and maybe even Articuno in the Team Rocket set. So if you're interested in that, check those out too. Uh, and then Rocket Suicune EX number 105, uh, PSA 8 for 450 or best offer. CGC 9, what does it say, 650? Yeah. 650, that's kind of ridiculous uh, because there's a PSA 9 for 649 and then 828 OBO. And then mm. a PSA 10 for a whopping $2,199 or 3350 So like I said, the people who have these cards, they're, they're asking for some money. And when they get them, the prices of these other ones are going to go up because if you look at the 10 to the nine price they're drastic you know what i mean it's pretty pretty mm-hmm. big pretty big price drop so when people get hit to these cards and someone buys a 10 and it justifies it there goes your hopes of getting your favorite team rocket returns card that's it all right all right gengar's grabs here we go guys uh looks like a busy week for you guys our uh we were we've been down and out on the discord lately just because i've been slammed um so we'll go through this pretty quickly um because we've already wasted an hour of your time all right here we go fluky fluky sage today he gets uh radiant collection pikachu very nice that's a good pickup nice. right he's there. gonna try and get Solid. as many as he can let me uh go here all right ct he's gonna try out a new deck uh commander deck from Magic the Gathering. Nice. That's cool. No, nothing about it. Very cool, though. Uh, there's someone at my work that said he has friends that play Magic. He saw my YouTube channel. So he was like, dude, what the heck, man? Oh, that's tight. got a decent following. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> He's like, yeah, your YouTube. It's funny. All right. Uh, John Landry. He got some stuff from G's store. Looks like he pulled a double impact Krillin and an amazement administrator Arclimo. Some type of Seeker Rare. Yu-Gi-Oh Seeker Rare card. Yu-Gi-Oh tight mm, okay probably expensive to be honest probably he asked about it uh let's see he got the booster packs um from the g's anniversary gift so she, he got oh, a booster nice, pack of digimon nice. battle styles lightning overdrive that's where he got the secret from yeah you guys really Marshall like tournament. those that was awesome super cool shiny lugia picks up uh one two three four five six seven packs of uh great legends great digimon legends. yep nice Soggy oh, yes. got a Radiant Collection restaurant. Isn't that like his second one? That's awesome. Let's go, Soggy. Sick. I could have sworn he posted one already. So That's tight. Is that two? Uh, he got it's a, a Rainbow Super Umbreon. Rare Umbreon. Sun nice. and Moon. Base set. Tight. Omega Saiyanmon. Uh, he pulled favorite, this from his tournament pack the other day. The Metal Greymon promo. That's sick. Who's this? That's Omega. Oh, nice. CT. Picks up all the hollows minus Mega Seedramon and Gold Tex Metal Greymon. Digimon, Digibattle cards. That's cool. That Puppetmon is one of my favorite cards. Piedmon. Wow. Those yeah. are nostalgia. I had all those. Now I don't. Mm-hmm. All right. Alpha. He got his uh, Appreciation 10 from G's store. Looks like a quick ball. Uh oh man, Nate MLC Hot Seat Champ. He got a busted box from the post office. Oh, Hopefully it's no. not destroyed. All right. No, that's never good news. 
Chase, uh, he got an appreciation gift from G Store as well, and it looks like he pulled some thick teeny. Yep, he got the Victini V Max Hercule uh, Super Rare. He got oh Imperial Dramon Dragon Mode. That's tight. And looks like some super rares out of the Yu Gi Oh. MLC Hot Seat Champ Nate picks up uh, Namekian Boost. Looks like from Target. That was the set that we covered on the Dragon Ball. Oh yeah, um, yeah, the new section. like it's a structure deck thing. Yeah, well it's an expansion. Expansion. Okay. All right, um, Chase. There was the box that, or the appreciation tin look at you guys you guys are all getting appreciation pokeballs from g store for her one year anniversary it's tight big tony pegasus big tony pegasus, he gets a dusk ball from g store listening to this on some headphones probably there we go uh oh sorry lone wolf he got a grand coagamon whoa someone bring a uh, fire truck out of his digimon pack that was also from g store pokeball tin nice Cuddle Death picks up a Mew XY. Evo Hollow. Yep. Nice. I got it one Very and a nice. nine myself. I don't have I do I have a hollow? I think I have a reverse. Chris, aka Christopoli, aka Leonhart, aka Zaddy eBay. It's got a lot of nicknames. He gets a Pokeball 10 from G Store as well. <laughs> he got his nickname because he buys everything for JT on eBay, apparently. That's funny. And then he sends it to him. Okay. Fluky opens up a Vivid Voltage booster box. He gets a Agislash VMAX Pikachu V. Oh, wow. Orbeetle V. Galarian Domenitan mm-hmm. VMAX. Mm-hmm. Talonflame. Colossal. Raikou Amazing Art. Jirachi Amazing Art. Steelix Full Art. Memory Capsule Gold. Be a Rainbow. That's probably a good one. Looks like a yeah. Lugia Hollow and a Galarian Domenitan V. Nice. Very nice. Pretty Chase, good for Vivid Voltage. Chase helped out his local LGS, and they gave him free packs of World Martial Arts Tournament. Ooh. Two packs. Nice. Kanto, what's up? Uh, let's see. He picked up... Ooh, is that the Black War Greymon? Yeah, he got a Secret Rare Black War Greymon, a Dryton Secret Rare, and an Urshifu VMAX. Holy nice. crap. I'm guessing that's from the Appreciation Tin? Very nice. That's insane. Uh, let's see here. Oh, man. Dude, people are pulling some crazy stuff. CT got Battle Styles, uh, Digimon 1.5, World Martial Arts Tournament, and looks like Lightning Overdrive as well as an appreciation gift from nice, G-Store. Nice, nice, Looks like he also bought some Super Rares from G-Store as well as the you Secret the Rare Oob Goku and, and Oob. Goku. Yep. Nice. Nice. Couple more here. Uh, let's see. What else we got? Omega Saiyanmon picked up some Japanese promos of the uh v tamer tie and then the uh i don't mind japanese digimon at all i think it does it justice fluky picks up a psa 8 ho-oh from breakpoint that's i love the i love i love that full art ho-oh really Uh good pickup there's war greasy mon okay we got an order from that one yeah we got an order from uh martin he gave me an lob korean pack and i believe that was a battle of omni pack um when I bought a Swedish promo of War Greymon from him. Very nice. Phenomenary Gaming sent us the uh, giant uh, canvas. canvas of Vegeta and all the artwork of Dragon Ball in there. So that's cool. I'll have to hang it up soon. Let's see here. Chase opens up a starter, three starter deck packs and only got one super rare, but he likes the Ghostmon. Yeah, that looks sick. I've seen that card. I have it, actually. It's it cool. It is cool. Really cool. 
Chase also got these cards, which are sick. These are Dragon Ball Super cards. He got... That's the... This is Goku when he turned Super Saiyan 3 for the first time. So that's what's cool about the Son Goku uh, even further beyond card. Yeah, that's hard. Yeah. Super rare. He got the Sensu Bean card, which is really cool. It's got a comic book style to it. Yep. Galactic Buster uh, super rare. And then looks like Chilai, um, just a common holo. MLC Hot Seat Champ. He picks up two starter decks of Digimon. Red and blue. Very nice. Chase picked up the Namekian Boost expansion from Unison Warriors. Nice. Let's see here. Chase also got a Roaring Skies booster pack and Ancient Origins. I think he got... Ancient Oranges? Oranges. <laughs> Looks like he got the shiny Bisharp. There he is. That's We've nice. talked about that before. Let's see here. Chase got all kinds of stuff. Jeez. Another... What is this? He got a Knockout Collection starter deck. Nice. John Landry picks up what some Dragon Ball Hero cards. Oh, that's cool. All these gold cards. Wow. Insane. You got yeah. Goku, Super Saiyan 3, Goku Blue. You got Gohan, Super Saiyan 2. You got Gogeta, Super Saiyan. Trunks, Vegito, Gotenks. And then I can't tell who that guy is. Yeah, I don't know. Last one, I can't tell. Fluky oh, has a Seeker here. Rare Trainer card. Very the, nice. Uh, VS Seeker. Okay, yep. yep. That's a dope pickup. Boy Wonder it says it took six months, but he finally got it back. He got a CGC 5 no on his Shining Charizard. That's sweet. That Good is card. tight. Yeah. Nice card. Grail. Uh, let's see. Chase opened some Dragon Ball. Looks like the notable pulls were this Gohan special rare. That's tight. Pam. Pam. Super rare. And Pam. then a Bojack. Super Pam, rare. Pam, Pam. Chase, again. Dude, Chase is like the MVP this what week. Is that? is that the promo? He gets, uh, yeah, Black War Greymon promo from a dash pack. From the dash pack, nice. Trevor Ooh. Nose, a.k.a. Cal Summers, gets Naruto Collector Collectible Card Game Unstoppable Force 10. Oh, that's dope. That's kind of sick. He says he's keeping it sealed, I believe. All right, all right. That's, that's awesome. He also got some baseball, looks like a Mega Box Bowman. And some King's Court. And King's Court. All right, Quiet in the court. Quiet in court. MLC Hot Seat Champ, Woo. a.k.a. Nate, gets a Dark Magician Girl promo, the LART promo. Yeah. That's number 35. Pendulum transfer, and I can't see the others behind it. Very nice, very nice, very nice. Looks like, uh, yep, nice. And I think this is the last page here. <clears throat> Omega showing off his old Digimon, or old Yu-Gi-Oh! collection. I remember we talked yeah. about this. I think, is that the Dupo Magician right there? This one? Nope, to the left. Yep. I'm not sure. Mm. Can't see. Some broken necks in there. But this is his old collection. I remember he said he kept it. Very nice. Chase with the Saiyan boost. So he got Namekian boost and the Saiyan boost. Chase gets back from... Dude, Chase is killing it. Gets back from vacation. He's got three starter decks. Green, purple, and black from Digimon, the newer card game. Oh, this is all the mail he had. Yeah. He got a lightning overdrive, fist of gadgets, dash pack. Yes, this is all the stuff that he was... Okay, okay. Got it, got it, got it. Soggy oh, this one was impressive. Picks up the Kyogre EX from Team Aqua. <sighs> Soggy, hats off to you, man. Fire. That is fire. I don't think you're going to lose on that. Absolutely not. Matt K, Spellslinger, picks up the Charizard VMAX from mm-hmm. Shining Fates. Nice. Nice card. I like it. I don't. Do I have one of those? I don't think I have one of those. I think he opened his, he opened his ETB. I don't have one of those. Nope. There we go. That is all the way up through last week. On Gengar's Grabs. I have not bought anything, guys. Uh, we sent Lusamon off to PSA. 
We'll talk about why I haven't bought anything here in a bit. We are in to our growing favorite of Dragon oh, yes. Ball this week. Here we go with the highest sale of the week. There it is. I almost got it right. Uh, looks like I just copied the link. Oh, that's right, because it, we need to... You guys got to see this. This is nuts. Mm-hmm. This one's going to be surprising, and I'm actually really pumped on this. Yeah, this is really cool. All right, so let me click that link real quick. Very cool. If it'll go. Oh, there we go. All right, check this out. Highest sale of the week for Dragon Ball. This was a Dragon Ball Z Dragon Stars Bandai lot for $10,000. What? You guys have seen it in my personal collection, the the Bandai lot that I have. It's the Dragon Stars, right? Action figures with like the multiple hands inside. This person has 73 figures of Dragon Stars, brand new, never opened, Mm. plus the World Martial Arts Tournament Tenkaichi Budokai in this collection so that has like a ton of figures within that as well condition is new check this out i mean he's got every character vegeta frieza goku beerus blue goku super saiyan vegeta cooler gogeta blue super saiyan vegeta super saiyan goku bardock (laughs) gold frieza goku blue uh ultra instinct goku regular goku krillin vegeta blue kaoken goku blue ultra instinct goku like He's got all, Brawly, I mean, it's 70-something. Like, yeah, Brawly, Gogeta, uh, Super Saiyan 4. He's got Vegeta, Super Saiyan 4. He's got Hit. Boo. He's got Regular Hit. Vegito. Vegito, Zamasu, 18, 19, you know, 17, Cell, both Gohans and Super Saiyan Piccolo. That's so crazy. Dude, there's Gotenks, Trunks. Oh, my gosh, there's so much stuff in here. He's got everyone. This giant toy collection. I have. This is a the small, coolest high sale of the week we, yeah. we've we've ever covered. It tells you guys honestly. that collect figures. Hey, there's there's a market for it. Yes. Um, and every time I go to Target, I always pass up Dragon Stars, and I keep myself from buying them. I have a very small collection of Dragon Stars myself. I have Gogeta Blue. Um, I have Super Saiyan Two Gohan, and I have Kid Buu. Um, I used to have like three of each, and then I let my sons play with them, and they ruined them. <laughs> broke them into pieces like i have like two gogetas that are ripped into pieces gohan's like heads popped off somewhere <laughs> so um but yeah i was i was uh, there was a time where i was like i'm gonna collect these figures and i'm gonna get like a few of each yeah no of course my son stops in he's like can i have one of those i'm like sure i'm not gonna not tell you you can't so right yeah no that's that it's awesome cool. i think and it's I'm awesome a, i'm sure when i go to target i'll be I'll it's be really cool some. to see that there is a highest sale of the week that is not cards. That's not a card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's some type of other collectible. You know what I mean? Because I think a lot of times we forget that there, anything is collectible. Yes, anything, especially these. The Dragon Stars boxes are immaculate because they're all black and then they have the artwork on the side. Um, they are. They, that's how I always viewed them as collectors, never toys. Um, all right, let's get into some news this week. Yeah, not what's much. the news? What do we got? We've been we've been talking to you guys for over an hour now, so this is going to go pretty fast for the rest of the show. Um, but again, bleeding cool. So some people, guys, some people guys, in their minds are like, "Aw, yeah." If you guys have never heard of bleeding cool, 
that's that website that we keep Sorry, using for, for Dragon Ball news. Um, it just seems like they keep putting out good stuff. So this is on July 11th. The Dragon Ball Super Card Game is collaborating with the Hobbies community to reveal secret rare cards of the next set called Cross Spirits. Remember, we talked about Cross Spirits two weeks ago, I think. Yes. Or it was last week. Oh, last week? Anyways, the first secret rare has been revealed. And remember, this set doesn't come out till August. Hmm. So the first secret rare that's coming out is Super 17, Super Android 17. So Super 17, Sibling Absorbed. You got... That's kind of tight. Yeah, it's... I'm a, I'm a fan of Android 17, by the way. Um, He's both of them mixed together? Yeah. Well, in this picture, yeah. Okay. So he absorbs 18 somehow and becomes Super 17. Okay. Same thing we saw in... Uh, this is different than the GT version because he's got gold hair here. Oh, okay, okay. But yeah. Um, but same idea of Super 17, which he was a menace in GT. Okay, so this week, so they're doing a Secret Rare Showdown, right? So that's how they're kind of revealing these cards. That's what the collaboration with their fans is. They're doing a Secret Rare Showdown. Uh, the winner, Claiming Honor, revealing the first Secret Rare of Cross Spirits. The winner, Aspira TCG, went on to then post a video revealing the beautiful gold foiled card. So it's they're doing something where... Fans and collectors are battling each other, and then they're they're dropping information that way. So let's see what the SCR showdown is, if I can find it real quick. Oh, it's it's a YouTube video. Never mind. Okay. If you want to look that up, check it out, SCR showdown for Dragon Ball. But they schedule these weekly. Hmm. This is the second SCR showdown that's going to be going down. Um, let's see. That's Monday, July 12th, so it just went down already. It basically puts two pick two collectors against each other. And I'm trying to read more as I go here. Um, yeah. So, and for some reason, they feature new cards when they do this. I don't understand. Mm. Um, ooh, Dragon Ball Z film, Wrath of the Dragon. Something's coming out. Wait, what? What is that? doesn't say much in here in this article. I'm just kind of reading the notes. You sure, but, this, you sure this isn't just like a... The SCR show isn't just like some... Oh, I don't know. No, like the people who, who create Dragon Ball cards and are just like talking to all their fans i'm not sure um and no the dbs card game is hosting an scr showdown hmm. right and that is with the dragon ball card game is collaborating with the hobbies community so oh, they're wow. like finding collectors and stuff it sounds like and it's like put your best secret <clears throat> rare out there i wonder i wonder yeah i'm not sure <laughs> um but that's this is really cool um i think uh john was sharing some cross spirit stuff and i believe there's some android 18 stuff in there as well so it looks like this could be an android uh heavy you know set with you know rarities revolving around them recent grabs this week pretty cool yeah that's it for the news nothing crazy but the the recent grabs this week nothing not, i'm not buying anything guys i am in a i am in a stack up cash and psa season mindset right so the first the first game of the season is when we get Lusamon back. And then it's back in business. You know what I mean? Whether that's express grading, higher end cards, working on getting our bulk grade back. Yep. Like we're, it's PSA season, guys. Um, and I'll just continue to buy sealed stuff from G-Store because I think it's the cheapest and it's the fastest way for me to get it. Yeah. Uh, and she buys stuff <laughs> that I like. Yeah. Um, and the raw card market will die down until I can start moving slabs. It's kind of like a cycle, and especially with PSA closing, remember, that was my bread and butter. That's what I like to do. I like to find rare cards and grade them. That's my favorite thing to do. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so, 
I have a surplus of rare cards I need to grade. Once that happens, we can get back into the game. What I'm watching right now, I'm still going to watch the Vegito, uh, Ultimate Force SSB Vegito. Um, because it's, again, it's the first secret rare there is. I'm looking for graded or raw. If I can find one in an 8 or better, I'm talking graded. There's steals out there, right? If you see a PSA 8 for, you know, a thousand bucks or whatever the case may be, if I can get one on a on a rainy day for 500 bucks, watch me do it. Yeah. So I'm looking for the extreme steals and deals. Other than that, I'm out. Not doing anything. And then also I'm a huge fan of Gogeta. So I want the Vegito card because it's a secret rare, the first secret rare. But he's not my favorite. Gogeta is actually my favorite. I, I And as far as the fusion goes, he's my favorite. Um, I think he's a more powerful character. Uh, but anyways, maybe if they did more Vegito, I'd be a fan. But they don't do enough Vegito. Okay. You looking at anything? You got anything? Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm in the same boat as Denny. Kind of in a little bit of a you know, chubbing, chubbing phase. You know, just chubbing. <laughs> yeah, just accumulating a bunch of stuff and all the stuff that I have accumulated for that, PSA. Yeah, I have like over a couple hundred Pokemon cards I sell the grade. Yeah, and this anticipation of waiting for PSA is really what's killing me. Like, you know what I mean? Because... We put in a massive bulk order, so it's not yeah. like I just got like one year's worth it's not of collecting like I just, was in that bulk order. Yeah, it's not like I could just have like, oh, you know, it's just gonna be a hundred bucks, you know, in, in six months. No, it's like five hundred dollars, yeah, each. You know yeah, what I mean? We're talking thousands of dollars. Yeah, it's it's it was it's a lot of money, so it's like you know, I gotta make sure I I have that put away. I can't put any there, and then I also it's all. You know, like Denny said, it's all money in versus money out. And if I just keep spending money right now with all the stuff they have already accumulated and the money that I already have put away for my PSA grades and fees, I'm just starting to dig into like my bill money. You yeah. know what I mean? Now, yeah, now just... I'm scraping the barrel and that's not good. Right. You know? And then when he does make money on his slabs that he finally gets, he'll right. be so far back. Right. Then I'm, that I'm just replenishing just myself back even. to zero. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, um, uh, yeah, right now I'm, I've basically accumulated what I want to accumulate, um, but... The things that I'm not, I'm watching right now for Dragon Ball, is just the signature cards. Yeah, same. Now, same. now that I've been watching, now that I've been watching, just because, yeah, there is some Dragon Ball cards that are selling for a lot, of, a lot of money. You know what I mean? But it seems like the only ones that really do sell are those, are the ones that we've covered. You know what I mean? The uh, uh, Sun Goku Awakening Power, I think it is, right? Yeah, that one, um, and then the signature, signature Goku, signature Vegeta, signature Vegito. All those ones selling for crazy prices. It's like those are the tried and true. So obviously that's where I, I the value think, is locked in. I honestly think I'm gonna have a heyday this winter. So I'm just kind of waiting. Yeah. I think I think we're at the peak of some prices right now, and I think things will slow down as Pokemon slows down. Yeah, I haven't seen like a like a seven. You know what I mean? Like a PSA seven or eight signature card. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's what I'm waiting for. I want to see. I want to see what that price is. I want to see what a PSA seven or eight or PSA six signature card Should is. Should be on the way. Because then if I see one, I'm like, hey. You know what? If five hundred dollars for that, I'll, I'll pay that. Or six hundred yeah, bucks, I'll pay that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Rather than a thousand dollars for a raw right now. Exactly. Because a raw price could drop if a, if a PSA six, you know, six hundred bucks. Oh yeah. You never know. Digimon, 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 here we go. We're trucking through. Digimon, Digimon. Uh, let's. Ooh, whoops. Kind of, kind of played you guys there. We need to get into the highest sale of the week. <laughs> Just plug that right in. Uh, wait, and wait a minute. Oh, this now. one. This one's kind of good. Kind of not. Kind of not good. Okay. Just kind of. It, it is. That's what it is. It's just kind of. All right, July 12th. BGS9. That's right. BGS. 2000 Digibattle Series 3 Foil. War Greymon. 
He sells for $1,950, $1,950, which is lower than the last one that sold. Yeah. I think the last one sold for what, $2,050? Was it? Yeah, it was I under think so. I think so, yeah. It was under $2,500. That's underperforming. I think a BGS 9. Okay, hold on. Let me change this. Let me reword this for people to get crazy. With all the BGS enthusiasts who are saying that holographic digi battle cards graded in BGS are the rarest thing since sliced bread. That's not since sliced bread, but since like what was the rare since gold? You know what I mean? One of the rarest thing ever, right? Um, there was a lot of hype that made people believe, dang, maybe these are the rarest cards around. Maybe this maybe BGS is the authority. Maybe all this stuff, right? You guys saw it when I got my ten, the whole BGS community was upset. BGS is better. They just grade better. Blah, 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 blah. All this opinionated stuff with no actual evidence to prove that that's the truth. They go and sell a BGS 9 the other week for 2000 Doesn't even make the highest sale of the week, by the way. It got beat by something else. Then this week, they make the highest sale of the week, and it's lower than its previous high. 1950 Based off of all the talk that I heard and all the hype that I heard... I was thinking a BGS nine would sell upwards of three thousand to four thousand dollars. Yeah, I would think that a ten is somewhere over ten thousand dollars. That's low. That's low. Yeah, no, no. I would, no, not, I, I would I, say you're in the you're in the you're in the ballpark. Think about how old the card is. Think about hard, how hard it is to keep it in that condition, right? Because that's one thing we like to factor in. And then think about you know like a Dragon Ball card. You know what I mean? A, a signature, you know, Dragon Ball, say Son Goku, you know, Power Awakening. That sells for, you know, 9,000, 10,000, and a 10. That's Dragon Ball's staple card. Yeah, and I think it's pretty, this is pretty low for Digimon. Like, this is, these are my numbers. These are my figures. I would think that. But isn't War Greymon's like the staple for Digimon, though, right? He's, he's top five rarest, yeah. Yeah. So that's rarest what I'm saying. And most popular. That's Might what I'm be saying. Most for, so, for a, so for a nine that's even older than, you know, like a, a Dragon Ball card that's selling for $10,000, you know what I mean? That, that it's, that, TCG staple card, I think that's pretty low for me. That, yeah, it's low. That's low. You know what I mean? I, I and would, I don't I even know that, that much. A 10, I would say that a ten shouldn't debut no less than twenty thousand. Yeah, I think you're absolutely spot on with that. I think you're, the, think you're about, right. Think of I don't, this. How do I get that number? This is how I get the number. Think about Charizard. So where do you put a gold text? Think. Well, hold on. Think about Charizard before it popped off. You guys don't know this stuff because you weren't watching when I was watching. But in 2019, you could get. PSA 10 or BGS 10 Charizards first edition for that 15 to $25,000 range. Then it blew up into the fifties yeah. and then into the hundreds and then the hundreds of thousands. Right. So, um, that's where I go with that is that I remember there were times when BGS 10 Charizards were $15,000. Those days are long gone. But if you, if I had to say a BGS 10 war Greymon, by the way, a hollow is not as rare as a as a gold text by nature. Remember that there are one in three pool. People, there's an opinion that it that, that it's more rare in in that condition just because of it's harder to keep the hollow. Blah blah blah. But it's just like well, the, also, it's just like the also that people. there's 43 hollows in a set. Yeah, but there's so also like, like how, what if I open a pack and I get a hollow? It's a one in 43 chance that it's a war Greymon. It's like yeah, but if you had a case of of you know sealed Digimon you would pull way more hollows than the gold. And that's the thing is it's about, it's about the intended rarity that Bandai made it for. Bandai made it to where you could pull a War Greymon hollow much easier than a gold one. 
Yeah. One and seven versus one and three. It's real basic math. Now, the reason it's hard now, again, we, we've talked about this, guys. Look at this. I'm looking at a reverse hollow electivire, right? You could open 100 packs of Burning Shadows and not get a reverse hollow electivire, but I could have 10. Yeah. It, it, the pool rates, are just, that's just how it worked. Um, and again, if you go on eBay and you pull up holographic War Greymon, you're going to find way more Digimon hollows than you will Gold Techs. Just it's a proven. I did the I pro, you know the math. If you just I've made multiple videos on this, but anyways, um, very low showing. Yeah, but my, For all my the point people was that, that people like to build value over like over like nothing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Be just because you know, oh, I didn't get this hollow when I pulled it from my pack. So, that's means so it's that rare. means it's rare. It, you that's know what anecdotal mean? evidence because it's uh, has more of a hollow surface than the gold text, and it's yeah. a harder to keep in this condition. They're older cards it's, that it makes it there is more rare. It's like yeah, there it's like no, dude, that's your opinion. That's yeah. your opinion. You know what I mean? Yeah. The, Look the, at the actual like like statistics behind yes. it. The gold is harder to pull. Sorry. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Um, and that's from that's coming from someone that's like an outsider looking in. You know what I mean? It's just, we, we did it. It mean, is. It's just the way it it's is. It's really hard to pull this Electivire Reverse Hollow if that's all you're looking for. That's like Yu-Gi-Oh! But you will pull a Reverse Hollow. That's like Yu-Gi-Oh! and Secret Rares and Starlights. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like I could pull, you know, you know, a Starlight Rare and I could be like, yes, I got a Starlight Rare. But guess what? I needed a Secret Rare for my, my booster box. Yeah. But some guy could have pulled two of them from his booster exactly. box. And I, but I pulled Starlight. It's Anec- like, anecdotal, which means... The Starlight my is my evidence. Yeah, you know the Starlight I mean? is not... much more rare, but his secret rares to me are much more rare because I didn't get any. Exactly. It was harder to pull. Well, what evidence do you have? Well, I didn't pull any. It's like, yeah, but I pulled three. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's so like, it's, it's so, luck. Yeah. It's such a, it's such a like minuscule, like, like dumb way of thinking. You know what I mean? If it's like, oh, it didn't happen to me. So it must be rare. Like, no, dude. Then again, the thing, just look at the back of the booster packs. Bandai intended you f- for you to pull these hollows. Yeah. The issue that we face is that they didn't make enough booster packs, right? They short printed. So that's what makes everything kind of rare. But by nature, by design, the gold text is the rare pull. Um, and I think, you know, what I'm trying to say is that these guys were hyping up this hollow in BGS and a nine couldn't even sell for 2000. I have modern cards that sell for more than that. Yeah. That's sad. Um, and, yeah, it's not a good showing. You know, I That's was I was hoping for, the BGS would have debuted a lot higher for for the Digimon community. Like you know, those toxic people that said you know this is the Grail card or whatever, blah blah blah. blah. It's like man, for that being the Grail card in Digimon, it really doesn't seem like it because all these other Grail cards in like Dragon Ball, Yu Gi Oh, yeah, they're smoking and it. They're smoking them. You know what I mean? Right. So there's just no possible way it can be a Grail. And it's like who has sold a Gold Text War Greymon? You know, in a ten, nobody. So who even I'm knows? The only guy that can do it. Who even knows? <laughs> who even yeah? Who even knows if the Hollow Foil is the Grail? Yeah. Nobody's even put up a price yeah. point. What if for I put up my text. ten? What if I put up my ten and it sold for ninety thousand bucks? Yeah, and what, what are you it, gonna say then? And then what if what if Denny has the ninety thousand dollar you know gold text war Greymon up there, and then he puts his loose loose up there and he has it for one hundred fifty? Yeah, and someone pays one hundred fifty before they pay the ninety. That means that Lucimon is the Grail. No, that just means someone likes Lucimon more than they like the war right, Greymon. Right, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like. You anyone can build an, an opinion or some type of consensus on any type of thing that happens in terms of collecting, but if you look at the real data, statistics, and, and the factual evidence behind it, it is what it is. It man. is what it is. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, plain and simple. Yeah, you can't pump it up, and I, that I think that's what frustrates me is that these guys tried to pump up their BGS slabs. You guys all saw it, right? It seemed like there was this influx on Instagram and TikTok of everyone grading Digimon BGS. And now they had their chance. They had their Friday night lights and they, they choked hard. 
if this was so rare, it should have went for way more. Right. And and I'm, I don't have an ego. I don't care. Yeah, and even, it's, it's, my a, thing, it's a title my that gets me on. too. It says pop one of seven, four graded higher. That's in the title yeah. of the listing. Yeah. One of seven. That means there's already seven BGS nines. Gosh. And there's four graded higher than a nine. And there's no tens. So no guess tens. what? Yep. All four all are 9.5s. Only 0.5s higher. That means, like I said, so you're telling there me the are 0.5s 12... higher are going to sell for $8,000 right. more and they're going to make that $10,000 stable point? Just I between, doubt it. Just between a 9 and a 9.5, there are 12 War Greymons floating around. At PSA, there are none. There are none hollow War Greymons floating around. So you tell me which one's more rare. Anyways, it's not meant to be a biased thing. I like BGS. I have BGS slabs. That that argument is invalid. All I'm saying is, all that hype didn't accomplish anything, and that makes me that that furthers my belief that I that these guys aren't right. They're not they're not being truthful. They were doing it to fill their own pockets. Anything else on that? Nope. No, that's that it for me. All right. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Yeah, I'm surprised he even said that. Okay. Yeah, no, it was just, it was just like the title of it. And the my whole, ego isn't you know, shot either. My yeah. ego isn't shot. Let's say my 10. This is from me, you know, seeing Denny's whole journey. If I list my journey. 10 for 100,000, if I list my 10 for 100,000 and I have a million people tell me I'm an idiot and it's not worth that, that's not going to hurt my ego. I'm like, you're right. It's not selling. So obviously it's not worth that much. Right. You know what I mean? Right. But I'm not going to fight it. That, not- <laughs> that's, 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 that's the reality of it. You didn't, that, yeah, it didn't have to go. Yeah. It is what it is. Yeah, it is what it is. You know what I mean? But, yeah, it was just that, that that's just crazy. It's so infuriating because I've, I've seen Danny's journey through Digimon, you know what I mean? And I haven't been deep into it because obviously people don't care about me because I don't have a, I'm not like a, a entity. You don't post. I'm not an, yeah, I'm not, I'm not an entity that's out there that's going to yeah. take their fame, you know what I mean? Or, 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 or de, de, dethrone them or whatever, you know? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I just, I think it's so crazy from outside of looking in that it's like, yo, you know, other TCGs have, have dealt with the same nonsense you guys are dealing with. You know what I mean? In mm-hmm. in terms of Digimon, and it's just it's just crazy because all it is is just ego and people trying to pump stuff in the in in weird directions. Yeah, for their own interest, and that's what that's what really irritates me is is selfish, you know, but, and intentions. Besides, besides like, our listeners, terrible. You don't see me posting on my social media about this is the rarest card in the world, blah blah blah. It's the only. I said it one time. I said it one time. Right. This is the first and only PSA ten in the world. That's it. I didn't need to sell you on the idea. It is what it is. Right. It's, it's like the first if, and if only. I, if I if I was a if I was the first ever you know gold medalist, I'm not going to make 20 posts of the same card trying to force you to believe this is the rarest thing ever. It's like I already told you. If you don't believe me, whatever. Yeah. If I was the first gold medalist you know ever to do something you know skydiving Olympic gold medalist, you celebrate once it's yeah, over. Yeah. I sell. I, I might yell. Oh my gosh! I'm the first gold medalist. You know skydiver in the world. And then you're done. Yeah. Move uh, on. New yeah. project. We're it's on the Lusamon. What are you talking about? Yep. We're already on to Gallantmon. Like, these guys, they're not ready. You just heard it here. Gallantmon. Be ready for that. All right. What we got for the news? Some news. Uh, let me mute our samples. Oh, I've again. seen right. this guy's. I've seen this guy's page. Yeah, Ludkin's Media. This is the second yeah, yeah. time we've pulled yeah. them up. Um, This one's cool. Will the Digimon TCG be as popular as other leading TCGs? So this is Ludkin's Media. They did a Digimon article here. Following the success of Dragon Ball Super, Bandai releases Digimon. April 2020, that was in Japan, Great following move. in English 2021. The newest TCG on the block, right? Okay, let's see here. Going off the products that have already been released in Japan, we get a good idea of what's going. Okay, good. So here's the things that Digimon has going for it. The 90s nostalgia, which is pretty much unstoppable getting right juicy. now. Getting juicy. Articles yes. getting juicy. Um, 
again, this this TV show was superior to Pokemon in the late '90s, early 2000s. It w- it just had the numbers. You can look at the if you actually do the research, a lot of the numbers of uh, what was it, Fox Kids? Is that what it was? For Fox what? Kids versus Pokemon? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Pokemon was getting smoked. Oh yeah, it's just a better show. Yeah. Um. So that's one part they have playing into it was it's actually a really good show yeah watch po- it guys pokemon had the go games. on hulu and watch the old series yeah for me it was more pokemon games pokemon had the games in some movies yes in, in the older shows you know what i mean pokemon definitely had the games yeah and then digimon digimon for had me, the show was yeah and the toys the yeah yep we had yep. the toys i agree um are scalpers going to burn also the first digimon movie way better than the first pokemon movie 100 percent um are scalpers going to burn the game out so this is a thing in the that's kind of ruining it right so yeah, you obviously know we all know that these guys are buying boxes at seventy bucks and marking them up to two hundred on release week. That is an issue. We know that. The next thing it touches on is history going to repeat itself. So again, if you don't remember, Digimon was super hot, surpassing Pokemon, takes a crap. It just disappears, gone. Goodbye. They're wondering after a few years if it'll do it again and if Pokemon will just continue to stay on its slow steady track of just being unstoppable yeah after people fall <clears> off <throat> the uh, Pokemon collecting will they fall off the Digimon stuff too yeah absolutely who knows and, or you know we get tired of we get tired of scalping and we just give up the hobby as a whole yeah okay will the this is another this is another interesting one which I really like they brought this up the will the rebooted series help the TCG so Digimon Adventure the 2020 version of the of the show yeah, let me they go. remade it just like Dragon Ball. Okay, so let, what do you think about it? This, what, your honest opinion? What do you, have you seen it at all? Anything? I have not because I'm still rewatching the old series. So I the thing I this. like about it is that most of the people that I know that are our age that have, that have watched this only have good things to say about it. Mm. So that that speaks a whole bunch. And you know what I mean? Here's the thing, though, is that they also did that. So this is the thing: Dragon when Dragon Ball Super dropped. It totally skyrocketed the, the card game because the show did so well. So, yes, uh-huh. I do think those are correlating things. I have not watched the new Digimon Adventure because I get stuck watching the old stuff, re-watching the old stuff over and over. Um, but if the show is as good as it says it is, this will absolutely play a part in its longevity. Yep. Because Dragon Ball Super, the anime, yeah. has launched the card game. Yeah, I mean, if it's already captured the audience of the old show, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's good. That means retention rate for the for Digimon is there. So that's good. That means it's promising going forward. But it's also good because it, the new generation coming into it, you know what I mean? They were out of Digimon for a very long time. had no idea what it was, blah, 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 blah. Now the kids who are, you know, 9, exactly. 8, 10. Exactly. That, and that's the biggest thing we need to talk about. They is are being the introduced. The kids get to watch the new one. Yeah, but they're not even being introduced to like new Digimon, not like 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 you know some totally different aspect right, of Digimon. Digimon stuff. Fusion, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. 3.0. It's the same. It's the same stuff from and what we, we knew. It. You know yeah. what I mean? So like this, and then we also have that classic set coming out. You know what I mean? Which is yes. like all these really good things for Digimon, and I think Bandai's doing a really really good I job. I think, to be honest, if I got a if we had a room full of kids like age ages four to ten, and we had them pick stuff. They would probably pick Dragon Ball and Bandai over Pokemon cards. I believe it. I have a feeling. I believe it. <clears throat> My son loves Dragon Ball. Yeah. More than Pokemon. He likes Digimon more than Pokemon. And he's not even deep into this. He just, at face value, he's like, that's cool. That's cool. All right, here's another reason. Will the artwork help it reach the top? This is what we talk about all Absolutely. the time. Bandai 
is destroying Pokemon on the art game. Yep. With Dragon Ball and Digimon. This is a huge plus. Um, the pull rates are pretty darn hard too, which I really like. So I think that's a great reason. And those are all the different reasons that they are saying, hey, will Pokemon be, you know. And another really cool thing they do Digimon too is, the that, uh, is the uh, dash packs. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's sweet. That's all, that's been like a really nice bonus. You know what I mean? To oh, buying, yeah. to buying you know, product you know from a TCG is that like you know I get these cool little promotional things. So now it's like no box longer toppers, box toppers yeah, and bonus packs. It's yeah. no longer just like this like insider thing of like you had to know somebody in order to get this promo. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, now it's like it came in the box. It came in the box. Yeah. You you buy you know fifty sixty bucks and you get you know two dash packs or whatever whatever you know the retailer or wholesaler right. and, whoever and decides. they're doing free stuff you know what I mean all you had, yeah. the Bandai website yeah. you had to send them an email they send you that free book that I got yeah yeah that's it's gonna crazy. be sweet super um, cool and, and I like that the information is a little more out there and I like that Digimon seems so a little more transparent it's really hard to say this how do I explain this um it's I can't think of a comparison. Um, but I do think Bandai as a whole and Digimon is rivaling Pokemon like super quietly and no one's really like paying attention to how much good it's actually doing. I have a feeling. I actually think it is rivaling Pokemon. Yeah. The only thing that, the only thing that it scares just hasn't me, hit the news yet. Yeah. The only thing that scares me though about, about the modern Digimon stuff is just that they just opened up modern Digimon, you know what I mean? And, and hope obviously it wasn't, you know because of the big boom of, you know, COVID-19 and the whole, you know, hobby thing, you know, increasing and collectibles being, you know, you know, uh, a massive uprising, people collecting and staying home and doing the whole selling goods out of their house, blah, 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 all that stuff. I don't think Bandai jumped on that wagon and was like, let's now make our Digimon. We can now, you know, revive it. Because obviously mm. making a card game is in, in the works for a while. You know oh, I mean? yeah. They have to be doing this for a very long time. So... The fact that they already had the plan to drop this, I don't think that they were ever in the mindset of being like, oh, we're in for a quick buck and now we're going to get out. No, so that helps six sets. That's deep, what, yeah, mean. that's what I'm saying. That, that really that really speaks like tales to me. You know what I mean? Like, I, I think some people are going to be like, oh, yeah, but, you know, Digimon got in right when, you know, the collectible boom was happening and blah, 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 blah. blah and they're just in it for the quick buck. And but for me, they have superior cards. Cards feel better. You know what I mean? Artwork is better, you know. The prices, to me, on some of these cards are a lot better than some of the raw cards on Pokemon. You know what I mean? It's crazy. It's just a way healthier TCG to collect at this point in time. You know, for me. Even Dragon Ball at this point, too. Yeah. Um, man, I can't... I'm trying to think of something. It's really hard. I'll have to... I'll have to Because, like, of think, think of Chilling Rain. Even you, if you were to think of Chilling Rain, yes, it's a great set, and it's great that the pull rates are getting harder. Yeah, but I'd much rather open... But I'd much rather Digimon. open this because yeah, I, I know. know I'm going to get something sick out of it. And Chilling Rain, I can get a whole booster box in, and I don't know if I'm going to get, get anything waxed. out of it. Yeah. I can and get then even then, even if you pull a Secret Rare, it's not something you're thrilled on. Exactly. You're like, I don't really care about this guy. Yeah. I'm sell it. Yeah. Whereas Digimon... I could pull somebody I have no idea who it is yeah, and be like, stoked out of my mind yeah, because it looks awesome. It just looks awesome. And that's what a card should do. It I would much rather open Great Legend over Chilling Rain right now. Yep, one hundred percent. And 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 I'm just saying the reward from from the TCGs of like Digimon, Yu Gi Oh, and Dragon Ball. It's oh, yeah. there. You know, it's like it's like for the consumer. Pokemon's you know what I mean? getting lazy. That's what it feels like. Yeah, it feels complacent. like Pokemon's getting lazy, and they're just like it's like no matter what you're gonna buy. So what does it matter? Yeah, yeah. that's what. Yeah, you hit it on the nose with that one. That's, that's, that's what, it, what is. it is. Um, recent grabs and why? Again, I have not bought anything. 
We sent Lusman off. Um, hopefully, we can start off and get a 10 with him, and then we'll start an onslaught of PSA 10s with Digibattle. We'll start it after Lusman. We might, who knows? I don't know, Mark. I, I, I feel like we're getting a 10, but you know, there's always a chance that something bad could happen. You never know. Um, what I'm watching, nothing specific. It, we're looking for steals and deals, just like Digimon or uh, Dragon Ball, my bad. I mean, I'm not going to pay premiums on like big hitter cards because I think I'll have a better shot in the fall and winter. So I'm not buying much, guys. I'm going to be grading. I have close to 100 vintage Digimon cards that I need to grade. So my focus is shifting, shifting away from, you know, grabbing stuff. And now it's grade. Let's grade some stuff. Let's build our graded collection for a little bit. And then when we get bored of that, we'll go back to buying some raws. Unless the deal is sweet, right? So we'll always buy a big hitter if the price is right. Got anything on that? Nope. All right. All right, guys. We're going to be hopping in some Yu-Gi-Oh! Heart of the Cards. High sale of the week. Let's go. Oh, nice. Got it on, on the beat. All right. <laughs> All right. So high sale of the week goes to 2003 Yu-Gi-Oh! The Duelist of the Roses. Spanish Blue Eyes White Dragon. BGS 9.5. Population one of one. Uh, there is none graded higher, obviously. Um, that doesn't make any sense why they'd be in the. <laughs> it's a pop one of one. Anyway, uh, twenty thousand, twenty thousand dollars. Yeah. For this blue eyes. Yu-Gi-Oh. Um. Yeah, Yu-Gi-Oh. There's some big spenders in Yu-Gi-Oh. I have no idea what this Spanish. Um, I don't either. Duelist of, of the Roses is. I searched it up on Google, and all I could find was um, digital. Like, is it a like links back to a digital game? Like an really old. Was it a game. promo card? Yeah, was it? A, I don't inside know. Inside this game, that maybe would be nuts. If that's what it is, that's crazy. I mean, hold on. Duelist of the Roses was a PlayStation Two game that came with a promo. Hold on. Wait a minute. Wait. Go a ahead. Minute. Just keep keep going. Yeah. I want to look this up. So, anyways, when I looked it up, it just came back to that that old game, and it showed the blue eyes on it. So I couldn't get any history on it. But it's crazy. Twenty thousand dollars for a blue eyes. Do I do I think this does anything for the blue eyes market? Absolutely not. I really don't think it does. I don't think you should go and check up all your blue eyes. Make sure that, you know, you're in the right price ranges because obviously this is a BGS, you know, like population one of one. So that means this is a very rare, very unique card. Um, so there's not going to be very many out there. So the prices of these are going to be what they are. People are going to pay what they want to pay. People are going to ask whatever they want to ask. And these are those special case cards that aren't going to really change the price of, you know, similar cards in it. You know, just like, uh, you know, a base set, thick stamp, you know, uh, or let's just say that trophy Charizard card, you know what I mean? That we talked about from the highest sale of the week for Pokemon, like three, four weeks ago. That card, that card right there, that's like a one of one. You know what I mean? You're not going to see that sell for another 15, 20 years until the next forever home wants to get rid of it. So, um, super cool thing for Yu-Gi-Oh. You, did you find anything on that card? No, I no, you're just seeing it for the game. Yeah. yeah. That's the same thing I, I, I found, but, um, that's about it for the highest sale of the week. Oh, here we go. Pretty cool. Duels um, of the Roses promotional cards are a set of prismatic secret rare cards bundled with the video game. Oh, wow. So there's a set. So when did this when, when did this come out? 2003. 2003. Oh. Magnet Warrior. Okay, so here you go. English, there, it was included in two different sets of three cards were bundled in the game in different regions. English, okay. French, German, Italian versions featured the Magnet Warrior, the three Magnet Warrior cards, All right. whereas the Spanish version... Featured Blue Eyes, White Dragon, Dark Magician, and Exodia. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. The Spanish wow. version of this set was 
previously released as the first set of Yu-Gi-Oh! Dark Dual Stories promotional cards bundled only with the North American version. Whoa. So, obviously some very unique cards. Um, I love stuff like this. Yeah, but this is really cool. Super big win for Yu-Gi-Oh! I like seeing these massive sales. Came with three um, cards. You might want to try and find the other ones. Yeah, there was also... Yeah, that's a good idea. There's also um, these blue eyes, like, platinum collector stamp things we keep seeing on the high sale of the week too oh yeah they're coming clear in like the three thousands four thousands yeah so i'm just, if Some we sort ever, of a, if we ever see one of those like they're like a knickknack type collectible thing you know what i mean like made, it made comes by, like in a plaque already made yeah. by konami you yeah. know what i mean it's like one of those things like a yeah. one-off type deal um if those ever pop up and they're the highest of the week i really don't want to talk about them so just i'm talking about them now let you guys know that they, they're out there so if you guys want to look them up go type in thousand dollars last you know completed and sold Type in Yu-Gi-Oh! And you'll see it. It's a yeah. blue eyes and a silver On a glass plaque. looking case yeah. plaque. Not very exciting. It's not something I'm into. So it's definitely something I don't want to cover in the heart of the cards. But something I do want to cover that we're going to talk about the topic of the week. Is this is one of my favorite um, Yu-Gi-Oh! monsters. And uh, I took a liking to him after I watched Yu-Gi-Oh! GX. So which is basically the, uh, like the, the second series of Yu-Gi-Oh! So that's when... Um, Yuki goes away and Joey goes away and this is when they bring in Jaden Yuki and they bring in um Zane Truesdale and they bring in you know uh the heroes and the Destiny heroes and this is when you start getting Cyber Dark and you get the Cyber Cyber Dragon and That's all where the other you guys stuff. See my Cyber Dark Edge and Cyber Dark Cannon. Right, and right. Desperado. Yeah, <laughs> and, and a lot of a lot of the a lot of the cards from that from that uh series of of I don't know what you would call it. What is that? From that era of Yu-Gi-Oh, um, are, are meta. You know what I mean? A lot of people yeah. use those cards. They're very, very meta. And the guy that we're going to be talking about, he's one of my favorite. He's used a lot in the show. He's a very significant part of the show. And he's actually the main character's um, like number one guy, kind of like Dark Magician. So this is Elemental Hero Neos. So if you guys like Elemental Hero, this is it. We're going to be talking about some of the hit cards. He doesn't have very many out there, which is kind of odd, um, but super cool at the same time because you don't have to track down that many. And a lot of these aren't that expensive. So if he is your favorite, I would say go grab it before he starts getting too old. And then these cards start going up in price. So the first one up is me D-U-P-O-E-N-1-0-2. This is the ultra rare version of it. Um, it's not the not the traditional artwork um, that you remember from the show. If you ever did see him in the show, uh, it has a different alternate art type of look but this is the only ultra rare variant of him so you're not going to get an ultra rare variant of the uh original artwork the next one is from sho but the same set dupo um which is dupo is what i was saying earlier um this comes with a very cool dark magician as well um so if you go and you find these packs or track down the set you got two reasons to rip it open the next one up is shvaen031 uh, this is a super rare, super rare version, so this is just going to be a regular hollow of uh, their traditional artwork of Elemental Hero Neos. The next one up is CT03. This is a collectible tin, EN001. This is the secret rare version, so this is the only secret rare version you're going to see of them. Um, I think this is personally my favorite one. I really like it. Uh, it's just the normal secret rare pattern. But if you're looking for the first appearance one, you want the very first one. He's not special at all. He's not a hollow. He's not a super rare. He's not even a rare. He's just nothing. He's just a regular card. Um, <laughs> but his first appearance was in uh, Power of the Duelist. So P-O- P-O-T-D-E-N-001. 
was his first appearance ever uh, in the Yu-Gi-Oh! TCG. Um, but one card I highly recommend if you really like Elemental Hero Neos, um, and some people don't like him, I am starting to grow on him a little bit, is the Dual Terminal. So this is DT01EN005. Um, this is like kind of like an OCG looking card. It's got the hollow slash like hollow artwork all over the card, not just on the artwork. So that's pretty cool. And the last one up, this one's kind of like an honorable mention. I think if you like Elemental Hero Neos, this is one of the ones that you go and look for too because it's awesome. The card art's sick. It just looks awesome. BLRREN079, Elemental Hero Honest Neos. Um, this is a secret rare. Um, it's basically all Elemental Hero Honest Neos is, is just Elemental Hero Neos with wings. But the artwork of it looks awesome. Um, the whole card is sick. So if you guys like Elemental Hero Neos, go pick up all these cards. They're very inexpensive. I don't think they go over 50, 60 bucks um, for even like the rarest one, which is probably the Collector. Will he rival Dark Magician? Definitely not. No, he's not. Gonna, he's not going to rival. There's there is. It's funny because in Yu-Gi-Oh! GX, there's characters that people like more than him. Mm. See, you know that's what I mean? what's interesting because Dark Magician was, you know, that was Yugi's guy. Yeah, it's weird because it's not Even like Slifer. I it's mean, not like they just made Jaden and Yuki like the main character because like everyone, everyone in that series has so like has like a main character type story. You yeah. know what I mean? Like oh, multiple stories. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like some people really liked you know this guy named Zane Truesdale and he the Cyber Dragons. He had the Cyber Dragons and that's when he was good. And then he kind of went to like the dark side. He was like, oh, I want revenge and I and I don't like to fight respectfully. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna crush all my all my opponents. Then he got the Cyber Dark Edge deck. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then people were like, oh, this guy's no mercy. He's like a Kaiba. He's so sick. And then people took to him. I see. So, yeah. So, super cool. Um, recent grabs on why. I haven't recently grabbed anything. Um, and it's just because, like I said, I got $500 tied up waiting for my bulk at PSA. Um, I have a bunch of singles and, and raws that I want to get graded tied up and it seems like super express is the only service right now and that's going 200 bucks a card well no you go express now that's express oh no no, no sorry between, express yeah. express yeah. i correct myself express yeah. 200 bucks so that's a hefty price so you got to save some money for that um because like denny said i really enjoy collecting rare cards and then getting them graded because i like to see how i like to challenge yeah, myself dude, it's like it's like i like to see how good my eye is it's like, like other stuff too like people who collect cars it's, yeah it's awesome to have you know like two or three lambos it's like it's just cool you know it's, yeah it's not so much about like you know i, I wouldn't flip some, some of my rare cards you know some yeah of them would, but for me just, for me like it's like in my car it's like you know i or like i don't need my nice car to be watches fast. it's like hey i only got three watches but they're bad like you know what i mean it's yeah. just like that you know it's like my car my car stock i can have a, i can have a stock car you know what i mean and i can have a stock card where it's just raw you know right or i can soup it up and send it to psa and see how well it comes back. You know what I mean? And I can be like, I mean, check this out. I though. wonder how, I wonder how good my eye is. It's kind our of value. How... Value TCGs where we sent, you know, our 60 something Pokemon cards. No, uh-huh. they're 93% done with September. So we're like another, we're, we're close. Yeah. And it's just, it's just, it's just that day that I'm like, Oh man, I'm waiting for that day to come through. You know what I mean? To make just, I, I'm just waiting. You know what I mean? Cause if, if everything comes back good, Hey, awesome. Really nice. But if everything comes back, you know what I mean? Worse than I could ever think. Then, then it's like, oh man, that sucks. 
Oh man, that sucks because now I have to, I have <laughs> to send your train of thought. Yeah. I lost, I lost my train oh. of thought. Um, oh man, that sucks because now I've literally waited a year and a half for this, this, these bull cards, you know what I mean? That were from a year, uh, well, half a year's worth of collecting. Yeah. About half a year's worth of collecting. If they come back really bad, say, say, say the worst, cause I always think worst case scenario. They all come back P- PSA six, you know what I mean? Even though they're all pack fresh, they all come back PSA six. And I'm like, well, all these cards, they're not sellable. I would really don't want to sell a PSA six or list one. So, you know what? I, I'll just, you know, keep in my collection. Now I literally have to w- have to spend $200 per card on every card in my collection. So right now it's literally just a, um, a waiting phase to see, you know, how the grading companies do the things to see how the services come out. You know, I can't just, I'm, like, in, I'm in the same boat as everybody else. I can't just be throwing money here and there and here and there and here and there. I got to track it. I got to watch where it goes. Otherwise, it's all just going to be gone. And I'm be like, oh, wait a minute. What was I doing? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Now I don't have enough money to make ends meet. So right now, it's just, it's just a massive waiting game. And all those factors come into it. So if you guys are feeling pressured of missing out or, like, people are buying stuff, you guys have seen it on the Discord or this and that, because I get that feeling, too. I get that feeling. I see you guys grabbing stuff and I see this and that. I'm like, oh man, I got to get out there. I got to get out there. I got to grab stuff. I got to go buy stuff. But hey, if it's not in the means, it's not in your plan. It's not something that you can do right now. Guess what? It'll still be just there. Just sit on the bench, man. Yeah, just sit on the bench <laughs> and you can execute your plan when things are good. Don't put yourself through stress over a hobby. It's a hobby, guys. It's fun. It's or, cards. Or, or you have some sacrificial lambs in your back pocket. You're like, hey, you know, I don't want to get rid of this card. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But if I want to make this dream come true, <laughs> I'm going to get rid of it. Sorry. Yeah. That, yeah. That was like, you know, that was like my rainbow Charizard. You know what I mean? That was like the first card I ever eyed and, and graded. I, it was my first high purchase ever. You know what I mean? Wait, you sold him? I sold him. He's gone. Oh. Yeah. The Russia Ram? No, 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 no. Russia's oh, Russia 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 still with me. But oh, okay. Rainbow, Rainbow 8 uh, Charizard. Burning Shadows. Yeah, Burning, burning it, Shadows. Zard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, I had to bite the bullet on that one. I was like, I want to keep them because this is the first, you know, expensive, first ever, you know, quote, quote unquote, I'm doing air quotes here, investment I made into Pokemon, right? It's the first, like, big purchase I made. Yeah. So, no, I bit the bullet and I was like, hey, this guy's willing to take me for this price? Oh, well, later, Charizard. You served your purpose, you know? Yeah. And it is where it is. So, don't feel bad, guys. If you guys have seen on the Discord, I'm just letting you know, I'm putting a PSA out there. I felt it. I felt the pressure. Don't feel pressured, guys. It's going to be there. It's going to be out there. I'm telling you, all this modern stuff you're seeing, although you may see it at like three, dollars $400, $500 now, and you think that everyone is buying it all up, sure, everyone can buy it all up, but I promise you there's probably 300 400 500 sealed boxes oh, within yeah. your state. Thousands of boxes. Within, within your state, you know. Right. Right, just right, a couple right. numbers off your zip code. So don't worry about it. Don't fret because those boxes will be opened up in the next year or two and they'll come out with prices at 60 bucks, 70 bucks. So some of these people who open up these boxes, they are just resellers. They're just scalpers. They're not educated. And two years down the line when their kids open them up because they're like, whatever, I got kids now. I'm going to give them to them or they give them away for birthday gifts or this and that. Or they just fall off the bandwagon completely and they're selling them for whatever price. And you open them up now and you got product in your hands. There's no, there's no excuse to be like, hey, I, I felt like I was going to miss out. No, don't yeah. do it. And don't feel peer pressure by the Discord. Yeah. Easy. Easy. Uh, I did kind of lie, though. <laughs> Recent grabs. I grabbed an Ancient Guardians booster box. But <laughs> I don't count that. I don't count that because I'm constantly. did kind of lie. I, I don't count that because I, I, <laughs> I literally grab an Ancient Guardians booster box like every week. Or like maybe like every other week. He's got a six box rule. I'm. I'm literally no this isn't even a six box rule it's just because there's the collector rares in them they're sick 
I just said to have to. I got to get the King's Court. I'm on. I'm in on King's Court. Yeah, the next is King's Court. You know what I mean? I'll, I'll probably end up I buying a case. I got to get Jack's Knight. I got to get the other one, the jester looking one. They look yeah. fire, dude. I'll probably end up buying a case of King's Court and I'll just let it sit until I get all my collector rares from Ancient Guardians. Yeah. Sweet. Um, but you got anything that you recently grabbed? Nothing, guys. Uh, I have 50 something Yu Gi Oh cards just waiting to come back from PSA. <laughs> Yeah, it's funny because a lot of the a lot of the cards that I'm I have like, like nine god cards in that lot. It's crazy because there's Three a lot of, of each. There's a lot of cards, and I'm like, man, <laughs> I'm on eBay, and I'm like, oh, dude, this red eyes is sick. And then I so once I get those, I, I think, think my, in my head, I'm like, man, I have my childhood red eyes. Denny has my childhood red yeah, eyes in that PSA it, order. It's just crazy. You know what I mean? It's like cards like that, like the Buster Blader. I don't even have to look for a Buster Blader. I don't have to look for a red, red eyes. eyes, Darkness Dragons in there. Yeah, those like. I couldn't have a better card in my collection, whether it comes back in a three or a two. Yeah. That's the one from my childhood, so it's dope. That's the one I want. And that'll 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 satisfy my Yu-Gi-Oh sweet tooth in terms of slabs. I'm still I always I'm always watching out for stuff. Like I'll go Yu-Gi-Oh LOB PSA nine. I'll put a filter seventy dollars and under, and I just do a quick scan. Nothing. All right, let's try MRD. Okay, let's try PSV. Yeah. Seventy five seventy five bucks and under. I will snipe any slab. I'm gonna send him an offer for forty. I'm gonna get it. You know what I mean. But if that doesn't happen, then I just don't sweat. I'm like, all right, whatever. Yep. There'll be one this this fall. I'll watch. You know what I mean. So. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the big thing too. Denny, Denny brought up that good point. I think it was last week that you brought it up, like, hey, or maybe two weeks ago, when we were like, hey, people are gonna be getting all their stuff back like in the fall. You know what I mean? Of oh, this yeah. year. So when Denny brought up that point, my mind immediately was like, wow, half the stuff I'm watching right now on my watch list is probably gonna change. You know what I mean? Like, or like. Almost my whole watch list is going to change because I'm sure they're going to be competing. With more yeah, people they're going to be pretty exactly. Soon. You know what I mean? I like in the prices that are on here, I'm going to be seeing discount after discount after discount after discount, just because there's going to be people listing all kinds of different oh, yeah. stuff, and that really excited me. So I was like, you know what? I should hold off. I should be hesitant, but I'm buying the stuff that I know. Send your cards into grade. Slow down on buying stuff unless you absolutely need it, and then just yeah. w- just wait for the fall when everything starts to die. Yeah, I'm just buying you the stuff <laughs> that I know is not going to be available in the fall. Right? You know what I mean? Like. Say like King's Court, eighty ninety dollar box. That's a fun rip. Yep, I ain't sweating that. But yep. I'm not gonna buy you know a five hundred dollar box of whatever. I'll wait on that. Yep, for so, sure. You know, um, watching. Uh, I have a PSA nine first edition starter deck Yugi Dark Magician. I'm watching right now. I can't can't do the SD, SDJ. I already have one of those. But this first edition, I was just you know one of those eBay rabbit holes, and I was like, wow. I could pull this off. I could pull this okay. off. And I was yeah. like, man, for a first edition starter deck, a starter deck is a card someone actually Ooh. plays with. You know what yeah. I mean? So I was like, a PSA 9, that's dope. That is sick. So that means somebody actually played with this or something, or maybe even someone just pulled it straight out of the starter deck and graded it. But first edition, I yeah. doubt I even had that as a kid. I think we had unlimiteds. Yeah, unlimited. And so, if I did, it had the first edition one, it got stolen. So Yeah. So it's tight. And the fact that Danny got his stolen, it'd be tight to have one. <laughs> it might be his. <laughs> no, probably not. Uh, and then the other thing too is that uh, I've always been collecting Toon Chaos collector rares. Um, I just got, I just got another one. Who is it? That's not Chaos Daedalus. Um, what is her name? It was like seventy bucks. Chaos Chaos Val- Valkyria. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah. Just secured that one, so I just moved up my uh, Toon Chaos collector rare from. Actually, from six to seventeen. I mean, from six to seven. I have seven. Out of fifteen. I have seven out of the fifteen. So I'm getting pretty close on my collector rare. Um, I don't have the Stardust. The I don't have the Mega Hitters. I don't have the Stardust. 
I don't have um, Black Luster. Uh, Black Luster. I don't have Tune Black Luster. I don't have uh, what's that one? Uh, Chaos Space. When you're ready. Pot of Desire. <laughs> Pot of Desire. That's five. I need three more. Um, I'm not even gonna attempt it. That's it. <laughs> Whenever Devin's ready, I have a PSA 10. And then I'll have eight. Waiting. I'll have eight in my collection after Here's that. Here's the thing. He doesn't have to pay PSA 10 price. And I already told him this. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> so, Denny's, giving me a, Denny's giving me a crazy good deal on it. And the fact that he's holding it is, is really, really generous. Because, so I mean, it's an expensive ready. card. But, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm serious about collecting the uh, Toon Chaos Collector's Rare. Whether they're in Unlimited or First Edition, I just want all 15 of them. Uh, it's always been a goal because that's the first... Like Yu-Gi-Oh set that I opened up that just caught me. Collector Rare is gonna be a big deal. I Denny, have a feeling. Denny popped that. Give uh, it two, three years. It's gonna be a big deal. It was actually you bought that Toon Chaos booster box first. Yeah, I w- It was. Uh, I got the first one for eighty-five bucks, right? From baseball and no, I got the first one from uh, Top Deck, and then I got my second one from Baseball and Cards. Yeah, yeah, but they were both eighty bucks a pop. Yeah, and I remember he popped it and he got that Black Luster. The Top Deck Keep guy was like, "Hey," he was like, "You know." It's eighty five bucks, which is a little more than market. This is this is before everything started popping off. He's like, it's a little higher than market. He says, but maybe get that collector's rare. And I was like, oh yeah, huh, huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Ended up getting the black luster so shit. It was so sick. I remember I saw it, and that was it. Yeah. That was it for me. I was like, what is this? So Heat. after that, I was like, you know what? Collector's Fire. rares are where it's at. Pulled me into Yu Gi Oh, pulled me back to it. So uh, that's my goal to get fifteen. Fire. That's it for Yu-Gi-Oh! Heart of the Cards. Right. I think that does it for the, uh, the podcast. Yeah, huh? that's a two-hour episode today. Hope you guys enjoyed. Yeah, hope you guys enjoyed. Uh, from the. Uh, this is only going to be an hour. Yeah, I thought <laughs> it was going to be short, but hey, we, we got into some good talking points. So, yes. guys, give us your feedback on that. Um, Friday, Friday, 6.30 Pacific Time, we are doing a Mario Party gaming session with Discord. It will be live on YouTube. Ooh. Now, I believe there can only be four players unless one of you guys knows a hack to where we get eight live. But there'll be four players. Better lock it in. There's two ways we can do this. Team Poke Tower versus Team MLC, which is basically one teammate goes on Devin's squad, one teammate goes on my squad. We play 2v2 on a board game. All right, all right, all right. Or we could run one versus one versus one. So it would be like four players, me, Devin, and two others. Free for all. All against each other. Right, and then we can find ways to rotate people in and out because I know there's more than two or four of you that have this game that want to play with us. So... I will continue to brainstorm ideas to make sure that we can get bodies in and out. But I'm thinking what we'll do is we can do Team MLC versus Team Poke Tower. The winner stays. The losers have to get out and open up for someone else. And then they will be the new Team MLC. And basically, we'll do a chart of Poke Tower wins versus MLC wins. So I could be Team MLC. Devin could be Team Poke Tower. Vice versa. We get a teammate. We play a small game. If we lose, you're out. We grab someone else, you know what I mean? And two others can right, play. Right. So we'll try that. We'll do something like that. But um, if you guys have any suggestions, that's great too. But it'll be a gaming session, lots of fun. Have some prizes. Again, I'm working, you know, 60, 70 hours a week, six days a week. So I don't have a lot of free time. So with our YouTube live stream, we're going to be playing games. We're going to be having fun, getting back to just chilling with each other. And then, uh, yeah. And then I think we're going to be ready for a box break very soon. So keep that up. Uh, keep that in mind and then uh, that's it if you don't if we don't see you on friday we'll see you guys next wednesday for episode 45 of the Ooh, podcast and we're coming up on a one-year anniversary the I big five oh we're coming up on a one-year anniversary i think we, we are. obviously be episode 51 i think is the one year 
Would that would be 52 weeks straight. We've literally done 50 something weeks straight. Oh, wow. I don't even, th- I don't, I don't, 45 I don't even think weeks of the, straight. I don't even think of the episodes like that. That's so crazy. That's what? 45 weeks straight. That is just pumping. Wait, hold on. How many? That's crazy. Yeah, we're almost at a year. So at episode 51 would be the year anniversary. It means we got to start planning something. Yeah, well, that would be, huh? Anyways, we're at an hour 20. That's everything you guys need <laughs> to know for this week. We'll see you guys this Friday, or we'll see you next week on the podcast. That's it. That's it. Later, guys.